0: Hey
2: everybody, this is Ken Masters and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Wow, it's
1: a gonna be kidding Bra coming down for ya.
0: Damn My dear Kingdom7 today. I'm not enjoying normal pen. I'm the Adam.
2: me, okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 level one. Uh, I think this is episode 234. Yes, it's episode no. Do you know what? It's the episode after the last one you listened to. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy, and here with me tonight is two lovely gentlemen, one of them... Is a whisper in the wind tonight, yeah. Mr. Andy okay. And also with us tonight. <laughs> All right, is we're live, Ross. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I just I was had to shut my
0: window because there was a, a domestic outside. Sorry about that, guys. Introduce yourself, Andy's not yes. here. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm Ross. Uh, good to be back again. I've been off for the last three episodes, so it's great to come back and and uh, be back on the air. Thanks,
2: yes. Uh, and I think Andy has um scurvy. That's what we'll say Andy has. Yeah, scurvy. So I think mustard was the cure for that back in the day.
0: No, it wasn't mustard for scurvy. Was what it? was mustard like, a cure for? I don't know what it was a cure for, but scurvy you had to eat like citrus stuff, like limes, lemons. That's why um Americans call British folk limeys, is because on the ships and all that they would always be eating limes uh, in order to kinda keep Counter scurvy at,
2: the... at bay. I thought and mustard that... was something.
0: No, mustard is something. Now you mention it, I'm pretty sure mustard is
2: used for something.
0: Yeah, but for scurvy, though, it's, it's basically a lack of like vitamin, uh, vitamin C, I think, or something. So, yeah. Uh, that's why you, they would all eat limes, hence limey for a British person.
2: Ah, did not know this.
0: Go, yeah, today you learned. <laughs> and I only read that because I've been reading a pirate history book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have actually as well, but it's a different one. It's, uh, you know, uh, General History of Pirates, the one by... I can't remember his name.
0: Yeah, the, I know the, the
2: one. Book. Yeah. main uh, Okay, so uh, we'll just start the show. Andy may or may not be with us. Uh, he's, he's ill. Uh, so... We'll start with big screen, we screen. And this is the part of the show where we talk about all the movies and all the TV we've been watching. So, Ross, like, did I watch... What did I watch? What did you first? watch, Ali? Oh, no, 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 Ross, you go first. You go first, All right,
0: too. okay. Well, well, the big one that I watched was Alien Covenant. And holy fuck, what a shit film. Probably <laughs> one of the worst films I've seen in a long time. And it's actually got to the point where I'm just... Furious at Ridley Scott for creating or for making such a God. such a, a massive piece of shit. To be honest, I've just I, I this it is just completely and utterly bad. It really I've is not bad. seen
2: it yet, but like um, see going by the reviews, I'm like, so why did he tell Neil Blomkamp for whoever it was that he couldn't make his film and he had to get in there first if he was going to make a Stephen of shit? Yeah,
0: because Ridley Scott just wanted the money. That's basically it, and and he just can't. He doesn't seem to kind of understand that other people you know, want to, you know, like... You know, the like, Yeah, yeah, like, rejuvenate the series. And, like, Blade Runner is a bit different because I reckon it's because he's got his wee buddy, Harrison Ford that, yeah. this, you know, has said, oh, no, I've just been on Force Awakens and I've seen how a new director can take a franchise. So he said, yeah, but for the alien, he just seems to just want to do it himself. And he's completely and utterly destroying the franchise systematically without even knowing. And it is just so bad. Um, there's no tension there's no atmosphere. And you know how easily scared I get, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't jump once. Didn't jump once at all. Like, there was no... I did not feel on edge or scared at all watching this entire film. I actually got to the point where I was yawning during the action
2: sections. Was it as bad as Alien vs Predator 1 and 2? Although hey. 1 wasn't as bad as 2, but...
0: No, those those were so bad that I tried to erase them from existence. But in terms of, like alien aliens and even prometheus alien covenant is just so far below that like even even the the characters in prometheus are smarter than the characters in covenant and that's saying something right um, uh, looking at you elizabeth shaw for not running to the side when a fucking circle things coming towards you but anyway in alien covenant though it's just so bad and the story is pointless it doesn't answer any questions. It doesn't move the uh, story towards Alien like it was supposed to. It's just basically just feels like it was another stopgap for no apparent reason. And actually, to be honest, what they should have called it was Alien, the Michael Fassbender show. Because that's all it was. It was as much as Michael Fassbender is a fantastic actor, and he is good in the film, that's all it is. It, was, it really did feel like it was just an excuse to have Michael Fassbender play two androids and just him. That's all it was. Everyone else was
2: second fiddle to Michael Fassbender, and but that's it was the same in most Fassbender films. Like I said, the same about Assassin's Creed. Like it was Michael yeah, Fassbender in yeah. the B listers. Yeah, I know. It's a
0: shame that that's, and uh, maybe, maybe it's just because he's that good, that, and everyone else he's been put around is just shitter than him. But Possibly. I did genuinely feel like they they were just doing it for Michael Fassbender's character, just because people liked him in Prometheus. And there's this one scene. I won't go into too much spoilers, right? But there's one scene and there's a line in it, Ali, that you will fall off your chair laughing at. Because I did the same thing and when I got told about it, it's just the most awkward and embarrassing line that comes out of Michael Fassbender's mouth, out the entire thing. And it's the most weirdest thing ever. It's just, it's weird. I don't know if you're going to see the film, so I don't know if you want spoilers, but it's just the most ridiculous line that I've ever heard. It's something like, it's something that I would write in a script. That's how bad it is. Uh, but no, but so yeah. Anyway, so as I said, Alien Covenant. that's listen, do not see it. Like I mean, watch it when it's out and you can get it via your pirate ship. But trust me, one hundred percent, do not spend the money to go and see this in the cinema. Borrow the Blu-ray from a friend who's probably going to buy it if he's a massive Alien fan. Just do not, for the love of God, see this film and give it any support in the cinema because you should not have
2: to. My first eyebrow raised was when Kenny Powers was in it he's actually not bad in the
0: entire one like he's actually he out of all of it out of all the non Michael Fassbender actors right he's probably my most favorite because he does play a he actually acts like I've never really seen um I've never really seen Danny McBride like act in a non-comedy film for for a long time and he actually did pull it off so like kudos to Danny McBride for doing that like he he you know like quite a lot of those comedy actors like even though they're trying to be serious you, you can still them. yeah you still you can't like jim carrey <laughs> yes yeah exactly but no this one's different he actually does pull it out and he, he actually feels like he's the only one trying out of all the actors in there and um and it's not even that it's more the fact that like the best thing about the alien film is you felt like you got to know the crew and you felt you were part of the crew so when they were got knocked off one by one in this 1979 film you know, you felt like it was your friends that were getting knocked off, you know? You're kind of like, oh, shit, man, this is ridiculous. But seeing this one, it, you just don't feel any connection to them whatsoever, you know? Mm. And it's it's just ridiculous. But anyway, that was the big film I watched. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> I finally got around to watching Lego Batman the movie. Uh, How is that? Holy crap, that's amazing. Have you not seen it? No, not yet. Yeah. Oh my god! Right, you'll love it. It's so fucking good. So like, <laughs> it's just it, obviously there are a bits that drag. Like a lot of kind of the fight scenes drag on a wee bit and it gets a wee bit kind of over the top. But some of the lines just come out where like something else. And Michael Serra is now uh, Dick Grayson in my eyes. Like he just played the part it's so amazing. Like it was just brilliant how it was done. It was so over the top and just. Awesome, the fact that like Bruce Wayne forgot he had adopted Dick, uh, Dick Grayson, it's <laughs> just like like that's essentially what it was just saying. Like uh, basically, Batman sort of like kind of falls in love immediately with a with a character that I won't you know give away. And uh, essentially, in order to kind of, like, show that he's a nice guy, he decides to randomly adopt, like, Dick Grayson, who just arrived from the orphanage. He loves <laughs> Batman, right? But then, obviously, because he was doing it when he was in love, when he becomes, like, normal again, he doesn't remember that he'd already adopted, like, Dick Grayson. He's just been kicking about the Batcave, like, for no apparent reason. And then there's this whole thing where Dick Grayson can't, can't wrap around his poor mind that Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same people. He keeps on thinking he's got two dads, <laughs> I think he's going. Oh my god! I can't believe my dad's Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it's just like, and like you could like Will Arnett, whose voice is Batman, is just like, oh my god, why are you even here? <laughs> it's, like, it's just fucking brilliant, man. And it, uh, it's just it's it is actually a really good film, and anyone that just loves Lego and the DC characters should just jump in because all the villains are in it. Like every single villain, even Condiment King, is in it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's really, really good. So I watched those two. They were the two films I watched, and for the um, for small screen, I, w- I started watching that House of Cards. So Ever I was getting quite it. into that one. I only watched I've only watched two episodes so far. Um, is it like I, I know it's political, but is it not boring? It's good. It is slow, and it's one that you really need to pay attention to. But it's certainly it's sowing seeds that can be. It's quite interesting, and the Frank Underwood character is really. Is such a dick that you just have to love him. He's just that that much of a dick, <laughs> and there's a lot of parallels though, so far that I've seen in House of Cards that are a bit like what's been happening in the in the American politics, like just now as well. So it's almost as if back then they kind of like predicted how the Trump administration was going to get into power, which is quite interesting. So uh, it's it's quite good. I mean, I've kind of been forced to watch it, but. I am now starting to enjoy it, but it's certainly one that you can binge watch. You can only watch like one episode and then you Uh. you might leave it for a couple of days before you watch the next one. Like if you watch, I tried to watch two episodes back to back and ended up just getting bored of it, you know? So it is one that you can only really take in small chunks. Um, Uh. But that's really about it because I've not
2: caught up in Flash or Arrow yet. Like, yeah, I'm well behind in them. Like, yeah. I think I stopped at the mid-season break because it was a Supergirl crossover and thought oh, I'll plough through Supergirl just to get myself up to scratch and Supergirl, like, it's okay but every episode finishes and it's like, you know when you're tired and you read a page of book and you're like, what did that page just say? Oh, it's time to go yeah. to sleep. That's what I feel after every episode of Supergirl, season one anyway so far, I'm like, what What happened?
0: Like, Yeah, well with, I jumped in at season two for Supergirl so I heard the same thing about it but um, with Flash and Arrow, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like because we've been following them for what? About, so long, four I, or five years, years now. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting <laughs> burnt out with superhero stuff in general. <laughs> not comics, but you know, just to an extent. But yeah. I'm just starting, I, I'm not saying I'm, I am getting burnt out, but I'm starting to feel, right, okay, I've, I've had my fill now, right, what's like kind of the next thing that's going to come out? But I don't know. I mean, I'll probably try and watch them over some. But, um, Black- but no, Black- that's
2: pretty much it. Is Black Lightning not the next one?
0: Yeah, Black Lightning, I think I think, I think think they're doing what they did with Legends of Tomorrow with that one. It's going
2: to be like a summer um, uh, viewing of it, maybe. Yeah, uh, you're right. Like Warner Brothers especially oversaturated the market, and it's like Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and now Supergirl as well. And it's like, do I have time to watch like five, six different TV shows, including all my other Netflix shows, and the likes of like Gotham and stuff? And it's like... Yeah. Trying to fit them all. And don't get me wrong, I've not given up on them, but it's like five years down the line, it's like, okay, guys. And if yeah. you look back on it, they haven't covered that much ground. It's like, they're dragging it out, obviously, to get as many seasons as possible, but it's like there's so many more stories they could cover and it's almost like arrows tiptoeing around the good storylines as if, we better save that one for the last season. And it's like, yeah. just go into something good. you fucked it since the, the writers left for Flash. Just use the comic material.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't understand what they're going with it as well. And I think another thing as well that annoys me is the fact that as, although you don't need to watch them all, you do kind of feel like you have to. So, yeah. If you okay. just want to watch Flash, you do end up getting dragged into all the other uh, series as well, as well, as well. which yeah. basically means yeah. that that's another like three or four you know shows you have to watch to keep on top of everything. And it's getting a bit kind of draining. As to like you know fucking hell, <laughs> like no, no, I how many, And now you've got Black Lightning on top of all no, this. It's no. going to be in the CW. Like fuck, that's another
2: one. And, and to, if Constantine comes back, which they're talking right, about. you've got that as well on top of it. So I mean, I would watch Constantine separate because it could kind of stand alone. Yeah. yeah. Krypton's coming as well,
0: and
2: yeah, that Krypton one. I don't know what's going on with that one. I mean, like, I how know... exciting can it be? Because they they want super powered beings on Krypton. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. I know.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know what they're going to do. Is this just going to be some sort of like crazy Krypton style Game of Thrones or whatever between yeah. like the the L Clan and and the Zods or whatever? Yeah. But, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I, but yeah, and that's why usually I'm like right into trying to keep up with all that stuff. And I did have a bit of a spur of the moment but i caught up with flash but i just ended up going you know what there's there's better shows out there just now and there's yeah. you know and, and that aren't superhero shows and that's so, why I feel, I feel like for me personally i feel like i'm hitting the peak of all my you know love of the superhero tv like, shows you know, TVs, uh, yeah tv shows maybe not films to be honest because yeah. that's not as, <laughs> yeah yeah they're spaced out enough that uh, you can they're they're um uh, manageable but for TV shows, definitely, because it's not even just DC. Like you include the DC stuff, and then if you're into Marvel TV shows, you then have all the Marvel Netflix stuff to well, watch.
2: That's that's what I mean. Like I've been watching Luke Cage, Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist, and I've started re-watching Agents of Shield to catch up to it because it's going to. It looks like the, the Inhumans and the Ghost Rider get introduced into it, and it's just a bit like. Plus, see if you missed, like, you've got basically you've got to watch Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl just now, right? So that's four shows. You missed them for a week, you've got eight shows to watch in the week after.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, what the hell? Are you, like, how are they <laughs> honestly thinking that we've got enough time in our entire lives uh-huh. to watch all these shows? Because you know, they're all an hour it,
2: long, 45 yeah. minutes.
0: And I mean, like, this time next year, like, in terms of the Marvel Netflix stuff, you're going to have, what well, like, Luke Cage, Defenders, Daredevil, Defenders, Iron Fist, Punisher, and... Jessica Jones. The Jessica Jones one as and well. Like
2: that. TV shows coming as well.
0: Yeah, so that's like seven or eight shows uh, already. Then, so plus the, your DC stuff. You're talking about yeah. almost 20 then, TV shows. Then <laughs> you've got the
2: X-Men side. You've got Legion and The Gifted coming as well.
0: Yeah, it's like, my God, <laughs>
2: like why the fuck would they have to do so yeah, many? <laughs> you know, it's like like you talked about like um, about a month ago about cowboys being oversaturated and disappearing superheroes as well as well. Yeah. But I think the, the oversaturation is going to start on the TV universe. Aye.
0: Yeah definitely I honestly think so like and you know and it's funny but like every genre it goes through these kind of like things you know and and we if you think about it we've had superhero films since what 2005 since what when Well the no 2000,
2: 2001 for the first X-Men we'll count it from them 1999 yeah. if you want to count from Blade
0: Yeah so I mean like you're talking about almost 20 years of oh, superhero genre
1: yeah
0: it's like dominated you know the TV and well, maybe not the TV as much, but certainly the film industry. But the past it, five six years has all been TV. Yeah, uh, it's like TV, 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 and it's just gets a wee, it is getting a wee bit kind of like. I like,
2: mean, when you think ten years ago, all we had was Smallville. That was all that was on telly, and it was fine. It was one show. We didn't have to watch six others to understand yeah. mid-season like crossover.
0: And like ten years ago, we would all be complaining that there wasn't enough superhero yep. shows, <laughs> and then we're complaining there's too much. <laughs>
2: No, but it's true, it's like, like uh, you don't, like, you get to the mid-season break and it's like, oh, why is she here? Or they're talking about something that happened in her show, I'll need to go back and watch 13 episodes of that to catch up. You know, that's why I've kind of stopped.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here, yeah, and they just, and as you said, the moment you miss one day, then yeah. you're pretty much out of it for the next yeah. couple of weeks until you find a day where you can actually, you know, sit and up. binge watch them. Yeah. But, uh, but no, that's pretty much all I've watched for The Big Screen, Little Screen, this, um, this week so what about yourself Ali what have you been watching
2: well um obviously like last week i was talking about a finished black sales um don't want to really ruin it because it's still it only finished a few weeks ago um Brilliant, uh, and, and me and Ross have been talking all week about oh, yeah. a Treasure Island spin-off, and then I find the news story that not only does the actor Luke Arnold that plays Silver want it to happen, but the directors and everybody want it to happen, so it looks like we could get a nice wee miniseries telling their version of Treasure Island. Oh, I really hope. Like, even Which, just like a six. episode. Yeah. Treasure Island would be fantastic I'd be happy with an hour long like just do the whole thing fast you know what I mean Mm. but like obviously six episodes would be brilliant but um, they would obviously have to flashback and go and show what happened to like Jack and Annie and stuff even though their fates are like noted in history they don't really need to include those two the only actor they really need back is uh, Luke Arnold and they can recast all so I I restarted Black Sails uh, because Tasha after me going on about it for like a week Decided she wanted to retry it again, and she's back into it now. So I've oh, watched the, the first half of season one. She got to about midway of season two, and I don't know why she got bored. I think that was when it was on. It was like, what, four, four or five years ago now, season two? Yeah, yeah.
1: something like that something
2: like that so Tasha started watching Game of Thrones or something about the same time I love people compare the two and you're like you can't compare the two you can't compare the two because I've seen both and Black Sails after seeing the complete package is a far better complete story
0: oh yeah 100% you know I I Um, just yeah it just ah, oh, just that last that last, last season was so satisfying. That's the best thing about it. It was it was a satisfying conclusion. Yeah, it to, left enough
2: threads that so, could be tied together. But if they're never tied together, you just it doesn't look, matter, Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. Like there's no it was, there was no cliffhangers to the point where like oh my god, they better make another one. Yeah. They actually, considering that um, that they weren't they weren't meant to shut off at the end of it that at the end of season four, uh, it's just you know as you said well as you know as well because of
2: that fire that happened they destroyed had destroyed their set back. and yeah. millions of dollars worth of ships but I think for yeah. they, use, they reused some shots in season 4 but it wasn't blatantly obvious apart yeah. from the, the very last shot when it's going up to Jack in the bar uh, of Nassau in the streets that was from season 1 and I'm like yeah. right okay I get that but for the rest of it for a season that the ships bumped down a lot more of this season spent time on ships rather than on land
0: yeah definitely it did and I just as I was like you know pointing out there as well it's the fact that because they weren't meant to finish the season 4 the fact that they managed to wrap it up yeah. As neatly as they did is is a testament to how good the
2: writing was. You oh, know? Def- definitely. Strongest writing a TV show, strongest performances. Like, see Flint's character, the entire character arc, and Silver as well. Like, see the, how it connected back on its. Uh, I hope Andy's not listening, but basically, on the ship at the end, when he meets that boy and he goes, I'm just the cook, and he kind of thinks for a minute. Like, uh, see going back, watching the first episode, and hearing Silver say those same lines and looking all cowardly and saying, I'm not a coward. Do you know? It, yeah. It, it was everything came full circle. Like Billy, like his arc was incredible. You went from loving him and hating Flint to wondering what he's up to, and then feeling feeling sorry for Billy, and then absolutely fucking hating the guy before the end of the show.
0: Aye. Billy. It's amazing. <laughs> Billy Billy Bones.
2: Bones. <laughs> but then again, in the in the book, he was a dick, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't and make sense. he'd become a dick anyway. Like. I, I love the sort of flashbacks in the last few episodes of season four, where it showed like Flint training Silver to fight with one leg when he first gets leg chopped off and stuff. Like it took me a while to, what is happening here? Is it a dream sequence? Then I realised this is a flashback of when he first lost his leg, you know, and why he doesn't like wearing the peg leg because he thinks yeah. it shows weakness. Um,
0: Which was quite good because I, I never, it was never like a major thing for me, but sometimes Batman I kind of going how the hell did he actually get so good and proficient on being on one fucking leg? But I was kind of always like, like Satan himself, kind of going, like, especially um, in season four, when uh, they get attacked at the plantation, then yeah. he all of a sudden, he springs out, he's pure running around with his fucking like, one leg and shooting away. And so I was like, how the fuck has he managed to learn that? And then once you get that flashback, you're like, holy shit, that's why. And they've hidden that from us for quite a while. Well
2: done. <laughs> there's, there's not one bad episode in that entire show, which I have never said about any TV show ever. Like even my, what some of it's Breaking Bad has got bad episodes, like fucking prison breaks get boring episodes. Not one episode in this is meaningless. Everything's done for a reason. Yeah. Everything's written with a purpose. It's all leading to one goal, and you cannot tell that they had to choose to. F- they never get cancelled, by the way, Black Sales. They chose to end it because yeah. of the cost it would involve in rebuilding Nassau, and obviously, like they they weren't forced to they could have easily milked another two or three seasons out of it but the way they wrapped it up was as if this was always intended for four stories like it doesn't feel that there was left out stories no character was left unfinished you know like they were all like if if they never do one again then jack and annie you can read history you can find out what happens and for the rest of them read treasure island the end yeah and you you know uh, a
0: great thing about it as well is uh, just as they to agree with what you just said there earlier is the fact that uh, that just goes to show how good the supporting cast is, is the fact that there's never a bad episode, because whenever in any other TV show there would have been a bad episode, it's saved because you have such amazing, um, you know, supporting characters like Jack Rackham, who was a supporting character until sort of season season three, three, season four. You know, you have all these other characters that you, like even Eleanor Guthrie, when she was a main, she became a sort of like, you know, secondary character who was still, you know, engaging enough to still make that episode I mean, decent like, you know
2: every character like you love them and hate them at different points apart from Silver I loved him all the way through like I mm-hmm. didn't care but see like Eleanor Guthrie you liked her you felt sorry for her then you hated her Aye. Charles Vane you hated him at first then you felt sorry for him and then you were devastated you know and it's like Yeah and then absolutely... with Jack
0: Rackham you thought he was a dick
2: and an asshole, yeah. and then all of a sudden he was like the greatest nice character that ever existed you yeah know? <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant like it started yeah. going would you fuck off Jack get out the scene uh, uh, not in a bad way but like just leave yeah. them do their stuff instead of interfering to Aye. What's you're like, Jack you're going useless to do? Jack, you're useless Jack. We don't care about you, then all of a sudden you become
0: like a fucking like Blackbeard right hand man. You're like fuck yes. <laughs> yeah
2: man, he was really good at positioning himself. But like Aye. the whole show was good and Israel Hans coming into it, obviously oh, he was I a mean, real life pirate that was see. in Treasure Island. He was yeah. like uh, Flint's second in command. Um he he was brilliant in it and uh, in fact Israel Hans has to come back for Treasure Island as well.
0: Yeah and Israel Bill, Hans and and come back for that yeah and Billy needs to and uh um, what's
2: his name Ben Gunn has to be left an island, yeah, which would be interesting because technically it was Billy it was left the island. Yeah, in Billy Kid got off the island. Billy, I know right. Billy got. What will do is, you know how uh, in the book he had the map. What he will do is map out the area, and it will be an incomplete map. And he has to get it to like Silver, or you no know, he's trying to hide it because Silver decides he wants to go for it. Um Because the like, gun, then Gun ends up going over there himself yeah. and get stranded or something. Yeah, but I like, I like, I like the fact that like also like Silver and Treasure Island had a wife. And she was obviously like uh, 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 from the Caribbean and whatnot. And he's got this wife, and like you see the whole backstory. And I love that we still, Silver's left a mystery, even at the end. Like, you know, everything about Flint silver yeah. you still don't know how he ended up in Flint's ship you don't know the backstory or how he was there because he wasn't the cook he lied he the cook died and he took the cook's uh, place you know because he was hiding from service and basically he said oh you'll get shot unless you're the cook and so the cook dies and he says he's the cook to flint's men so yeah it's amazing but anyway we'll move off from black sales but if you have not watched it, i don't know what you're doing with your life it's the reason to have amazon and i have pre-ordered the blu-ray of like all the special edition it's out in, august of all four because oh, nice. i want to see those uh, extras see uh talking yeah. about the set fire and how they overcame it me and andy were talking about that last week how awesome would that be just to hear that documentary yeah okay so um uh i'll stay on the theme of pirates i went to see pirates of the caribbean five i heard it's crap oh so you, you you would have heard that but it came with a silly subtitle here dead men tell no tales sounds far better than salazar's revenge so in america this is dead men tell no tales and for me that works better it fits more with the other titles right. uh i will say that the last quarter of this movie saved it three quarters of the film it's stuff we've seen before jack in a town up to no good you know they try and kill him they hang him you know whatnot mm-hmm. as they always try and do he escapes he gets two new youngsters trying to follow him about there's a plot mcguffin they don't give a fuck about continuity because apparently if jack gets rid of the compass that shows him what he wants uh there's a curse unlocked and then like uh, Javier Badum's, like crew get unleashed to try and get the revenge however he gave the compass away to Elizabeth to find Will Turner Blackbeard stole it and no curse happened and also it said that he's uh, Jack Sparrow's first captain gave it to him now in either the second or third we know it was the sea god you know the witch Jack Sparrow yeah. it was her that gave it to him so this film like you just have to watch them for what they are Like, I obviously... thought was it
0: not Jack Sparrow's dad that gave it to him which no. was played by um
2: Keith, uh, Keith Richards. Yeah, Keith. No, oh, oh, uh, right. Paul McCartney plays his uncle in this one, which is a pretty hilarious. Not really? Film. Eh?
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty funny.
2: Funny, Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, don't get me wrong. There's some moments where you absolutely piss yourself laughing, but for the first three quarters, you like, at the end of it, you're like, okay, I've seen all this, and then the film starts, and it's only like the last half hour that you really get like new events in the Pirates film. There is an after credit scene for a change, which is weird because it's bringing back a character that was killed off but it would be kind of cool to see him again Um, we had a reunion of sorts I don't want to spoil anything from all the characters Um, I think I know the the reunion you're talking about Um, but yeah it was okay I I just wish it hadn't been called Salazar's Revenge here, which sounds like a live action Aladdin movie or something like Dead Men Tell No Tales is the whole point because Salazar does want revenge right but he leaves one person alive on the ship to get his word out that he's coming for them because as he says Dead Men Tell No Tales so one person has to tell the team but um yeah it was okay like you know what you're getting me see a pirates film as long as you're not that into the canon because there is no canon pardon the pun ships canon haha huh? uh,
1: <laughs> as long as
2: you're not into the canon of the movies then you'll be fine just watch it as almost a standalone with the knowledge of who jack sparrow is you know um also the david jones curse makes no sense because it's like well i'm sure he saved um Orlando Bloomswell Turner at the end of three but hey whatever you want to do so yeah I, I watched that and lastly uh American Gods episode five last night came on uh absolutely brilliant. I'm well ahead in the book but the tv show is going slightly different from the book like uh last night's episode not to ruin too much in case anyone watches it but they got arrested for the bank job they did in the book they never got arrested right away they got Captured by a government agency, or it was just Shadow. But Miss Mister Wednesday and Shadow both get arrested, and they're in the police station. And the, the TV show is so fucked up, man. See the visuals. Martin McFly's dad was in this episode, and is it uh, good though? The TV show, fucking brilliant, Ross. It's like right. none you've ever seen. Like, see I've got music. it set
0: up. I'm just waiting for a night that I just get a time to myself with no, no needing to play like video games or you know chat to people and just sit down and watch it because it seems like something I'd be up to because I fucking love Ian McShane, right? Yeah, so
2: is i don't want to spoil what his character actually is. Ah, yeah. okay so uh like i said Martin mcfly's dad that actor he he's in this um he plays i can't remember mr world he plays in this who's not mr world like that he's just he's he's one of the new gods um and jillian anderson played one of the gods you know her from the x-files
0: Aye, she plays one of the gods um because my mate told me uh, that God is you know, the one she plays uh, comes in certain uh, forms yeah, yeah certain she, forms, forms of, or, of popular yeah. Um,
2: characters yeah
0: yeah or well popular people that have been yeah. around and I've so seen sure. a screenshot of what she's supposed to appear as next
2: yeah. I mean I've, I've seen I've read a lot of the book and the book's very different from the TV show and I mean the TV show has been renewed for season two and like they're kind of obviously going to hope this fills Black Sails spot um, which it won't But it's a very good TV show. It's not up there. I can't compare anything to Black Sails just now, to be honest with you, and I don't think it ever will. It's possibly the best TV show I've ever seen. But anyway, we're talking about American Gods. So Uh, see what
0: American Gods, for someone that hasn't really watched Uh them, just to get a kind of like brief idea as to what the thing is. Am I right in saying that um, American Gods is basically setting up a way where the old gods, like Uh Thor, Loki, and all those, they're... They're mysteriously dying and getting replaced with new gods who are represented as, like, the media... Television, radio, music, and all that stuff—is that kind of
2: right, or they're not dying? It's just the new gods are basically the old gods are wanting to make a move in the new gods before the old gods get forgotten. Because as you ah, know, in age, yeah. like people sit in front of their TV and they call it they're worshiping their TV, which created the need for a media god, right? right. So all the old gods that you're talking about—they're kind of getting like, well, no one's actually worshiping us, so it's going to come to a big war. Um, right. So yeah. you've got, but this pulls gods from like Greek mythology, North mythology, Russian mythology, like the lot, so it's all a mixing pot and it's all like the African mythology like Anansi's the spider god because the Africans got a spider god and it's like um, they're all kind of joining forces and some of them are like, no we're too old, just let it be and some of them are like, no we need one last hurrah and Shadow is this kind of caught in the middle I don't want to ruin anything about Shadow Uh, either, but he's caught in the middle and he's a human who's just been released from jail and his wife's died, but then his wife comes back alive because he gets given a coin by a leprechaun that's like a a lucky coin. He throws it on her grave and it goes down and touches her body and she's back to life and there's a whole lot of fucked up stuff going on. It's like basically weird neo-noir sort of... Like uh, almost neo noir cop thriller style music and visuals mixed with what the fuck is going on here? Like Pan's Labyrinth style set in a modern day.
0: That uh, so it sounds pretty good because I was really intrigued when I heard that the main the main idea was these old gods and new gods were kind of like going going head, at yeah. it and yeah coming to head and I've got really intrigued about that kind of idea and it was Neil Gaiman as well that wrote it, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, the guy that done st- um, Stardust and. Um, what do you call it? Sandman.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so no I'll definitely check it out because it has been getting a lot of rave reviews from a lot of my friends so I'll
2: yeah be- I'm sure season 1 as is usual with season ones, is only 8 episodes so you've got like 3 episodes and it's finished but you know I'll come back with season 2 with 13 as normal but um, yeah it's really good really really good show and the, the main actor like is weirdly an English guy and I, he's got a great he's not broke his American accent from what I keep trying to listen because Tasha said he was in Hollyoaks and I'm like what the fuck
1: this <laughs> really? <called> out- yeah <laughs> but he <laughs> sounds
2: like this badass American and I'm like like, and the the good thing is, like, as I'm reading the book, like, I was still subscribed to Audible, and you know they give you a free book every month. Yeah. I bought American Gods on my Kindle, and I bought the Audible because I like Audible if it's the author reading it, or yeah. if it's like you know the an autobiography read by like Ron Swanson reading Ron Swanson's autobiography. That's yeah. amazing. Um, but like I bought this one because Neil Gaiman reads it, but he's also got a complete voice cast in it as well, so it's not just him reading every part. So. St- uh, Shadow the guy that plays him in the book sounds like the guy in the TV show so it works perfectly for me but every now and then I'll see an episode I'm like okay I know what's going to happen and then the next episode I'm like this never happened in the book so far or it doesn't happen in the book and yeah. you know TV shows take their own so a little and if they're going to stretch it out things will be very different and end up um, but apparently BBC's got a spin-off coming called Anansi Boys which was the sequel book um, and it's starring Orlando Jones who was in this as Mr. Anansi the spider god so that'll be quite interesting and if that starts Um but yeah I, w- I would recommend that but I, I can't recommend anything more than Black Sails like I, I instantly the day after I finished put on the first episode and see just looking at a fresh face, John Silver and I was like holy shit Flint used to have long hair I forgot all about that you know and Just yeah. like when people are friends and they've got alliances at this point and I'm like mm, this is not going to last I don't know <laughs> right You
1: don't know
2: so it's really cool because I'm going to do the same for Tasha but then uh, lastly sorry I re-watched I'd seen it years ago it was a uh, Eddie Izzard treasure island with um Elijah Wood playing Ben Gunn as well and oh, it's it? quite a good a- adaptation but I can't see anyone like I was like you're not John Silver like I can only see Luke Arnold as John yeah. Silver now like,
0: like I... I-, I was the same because like a lot of people on the subreddit for black Sizzle were saying oh the closest you could get for something in the same sort of like stylish. style uh and sort of like theme and sort of like as dark as Black Sails, as the Eddie Izzard um, and yeah. Treasure so I was like going, "Oh, I vaguely remember watching that when it was in Sky One, like back yeah. in two." It was a two-part the that, TV show, yeah. but it was like yeah. very, very vague. So I decided to put it on. And you're totally right, though. Like I was watching, I was going, "I see what they're where they're coming from, and I appreciate it." but yeah. No, I can't. I can't not watch this without without not having you the know Black, Black Sails. Um. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. like especially like uh, Kiefer Sutherland's dad Donald Sutherland was a uh, Flint and I'm like you're not Flint exactly yeah see the way he played Flint I was like no nah, it not was Flint. almost camping like I, I expected Eddie Izzard to be more camp but he played Silver more serious like mm. more like uh, Flint is played in Black Sails yeah, and, like, yeah that, Donald uh, Sutherland made fucking Flint seem like a camp old fat pirate
0: yeah and I just didn't like like how I was like going well, nah this isn't and then I just could not like as, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, right? once you
2: get past the part with that with Flint, it's absolutely fine. But Flint yeah. at the start almost makes it look like a camp piss take.
0: ah yeah, it's almost like the Muppets Treasure Island by mm-hmm. like, the way it's going, which set about got, his treasure I mean,
1: and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. but uh, but yeah, I, I know where you're coming from though with that with that thing. That's that's just that was exactly the same.
2: Yeah. But anyway, I'm reading a book that you might like that I'll recommend to you. You might have read it, you might have heard of it. There's a trilogy of them. I've 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 had them for years. I've never started them, but it's called Flint and Silver.
0: Oh yeah, is this the Robert Louis Stevenson's sequel? Um, sequel? Is it yeah. prequel? I, or Was it Robert Louis? Or was it somebody? no? Wasn't it somebody Drake that wrote them?
2: Ah oh, right, okay. Yeah, you're thinking of maybe Return to Treasure Island. Ah, that's
0: was, what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure that was about um, Jim Hawkinson going with uh, Silver's Daughter possibly that's the one that
0: I'm thinking of and I th- I'm pretty sure that was either by Robert Louis Stevenson or his son it I think yeah
2: but no I know Flint and Silver anyway I'll tell you exactly who it's by because <laughs> I've got it on my phone um, it's quite a good read, especially if you're in the same mind as me because I know you just finished up Black Sales a few weeks before me but as you know I was I couldn't watch it weekly because <laughs> I needed it yeah. all um, right okay so let's see who this is by Flint and Silver is by John Drake John Drake and there's three of them so I really recommend it they're quite cheap just now in Kindle as well and Oh, okay, I'll make sure. Yeah, I'll give you. A, I'll send you the picture of the cover, so you know what one is. Ah, you got it yeah it's yeah. it's actually really good obviously like in my head like even reading Treasure Island I just see the characters from Black Sails because it was done that well now um, so anyway that's that's about all I watched to be honest with you so let's move on to Level Up and this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games we've played and the video game news so we've no Andy by the looks of it this week at all so I am going to do the hell was that? I has got a fucking bell. Shove it up your ass.
3: You'll never see me coming.
1: <laughs>
2: it, I don't man. want to see you coming because I'd imagine you'd do it with that voice. <laughs>
1: you know.
2: Oh well. There goes the show. You know. It was a nice, chill day. You know, relaxing
0: show, and then all of a sudden, you know, this drunken guy had to burst into the
2: tavern. You'll
0: never
3: respect me. <laughs>
2: okay. So, Andy, did you want to do the news then? Yeah, but I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah I was just uh, jizzing over Black Sails which I'm now halfway through it. season one again oh were you listening
3: I actually I actually did start watching Black sales again today because uh, season four I, well I did try to start watching season four and then yeah. we like put it on and it's like watched it previously and like me actually like I don't remember any of this alright let's go back and back so I'm you're back.
2: watching season one again
3: watching season three because we haven't seen season three what Oh yeah,
2: watch season three. Jesus, oh my God. That? no, oh my God. Jesus Christ, so, man,
3: like that's like the most pivotal season
2: out of them all. Like, well, so, I'd say they all have their merits for that. Like, because oh season, yeah, yeah, definitely. Season I mean, one, like, they get the ship. Season yeah. two, they become a crew. Season it's, three, Flint goes mental, and season four, Silver becomes long yeah, John
0: But I'm just I think there's a lot more, um a lot more characterization and changes oh, that happen. Charles Town, oh, three. yeah.
2: I won't, say, I won't say anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> but but yeah, I did. I did really enjoy the first episode. It was it was really good. Oh, I
0: know it's, you want to watch Black Sails. Great right, guys, see you
3: later. Um, where 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 is it? I'm trying to find the.
1: Where is Zinios?
3: No, okay. I'm trying to find the first bit I can't see it. Okay, so is, Wednesday.
2: It's the first part on Wednesday, Tuesday 17th of May, not 19th of May, Monday 22nd. See if you flick fast on WhatsApp, it shows you the day at the top. So, Final Fantasy 15 update is the is the first one. Oh,
3: okay. Oh, I it is there. Episode two, three, four. I see it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So Final Fantasy 15 is getting a update that adds stinky tofu with a mellow flavor.
2: Is anyone still playing that game?
3: I, I'm like, going to go back and play it soon.
0: Have, I've never played it. It's like... I mean, play tennis, it's, but. it's quite funny actually because um, uh, a friend of mine thought he'd managed to catch me and he goes oh yeah I think I found a video game film that you've never seen before and I was like right what is it and he goes oh it's this Final Fantasy 15 like Kings the King, you know the one that we went in the audience to see oh, yeah, <laughs> and it, he's like I don't think you've seen that I was like dude I saw it in the cinema he's like oh Sean Bean's in it please tell him he doesn't die and I was like ha ha <laughs>
1: <what
3: the hell? laughs> is <it> Sean Bean <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, you can answer that for yourself. I was like, no fucking way. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's <was> pretty
3: funny. <laughs> um, other news: the Xbox One Game Pass thing is coming out. Um, it's June the first in America. I think it's slightly later than that over here.
2: It's out. It's out already because like you get two weeks free just now.
3: Like I think, I think that's like the the beta program. Like for. Oh, uh, for preview members I don't think I don't think no I'm no I've had a preview
2: I've had it for a, a month like I'm sure like Fraser and Nelson okay. both told me it was, I could and be wrong what's though.
0: the difference in between this and, and Xbox Live so am well, I understanding this correctly you have to you have to spend your £6 like say a month or right. your £40 a year on Xbox Live plus mm-hmm. you, you don't need
2: to, to you don't need to know. basically what this is is Netflix for games it's basically like PS Now but instead of streaming them you get to download it to your console so there's no lag right so and it's something a good, that PlayStation should have done in the first place yeah playstation era. should have yeah done that yep. instead of streaming it yeah i
3: I don't know why I mean I think they've done it to save on service space or something like that, but I mean I think the way the way that PS now works is that they effectively like they have a sort of virtual console like streaming like playing the actual game for you and you're just accessing it through like the remote play type thing that's how yeah. their service works and this one is just simple like oh download the game like yeah, which like- is
0: the most preferred version for everybody in the <laughs> entire world, unless you have like crazy, ridiculously fast internet.
3: D- doesn't really matter. You can you can never get like one to one. There's always like some lag. I mean, it might not be noticeable, but uh, but it's always there. There's always some some form of lag. So this is much this is much better. Um, it's also like yeah. it seems to have quite a decent lineup because it's got Xbox One games as well as 360 games.
1: You have to
0: admit, and, and I'll, I'll be the first to, to to admit it as well, and, and even apologise It's the fact that the amount of shit uh, Microsoft got when Xbox One first came out, and look at how it's going just now. It's just it's unbelievable. Too
2: little to, it's too little too late for this generation, though, Ross. Like, it's honestly I, oh yeah, yeah. they, they oh, Don't get me wrong, with backwards compatibility, they pulled back a lot of people, and this Game Pass will help as well, but PlayStation's won this no matter what Xbox do. <laughs>
3: yep. Uh, well, well. That's that being said. I mean, we don't uh, we don't know about Scorpio yet. True, true.
0: Well, technically, Scorpio. that that's the start of a new generation. I suppose, wouldn't it be? No, there's no uh, more I generations.
3: No, no generations are dead. This is it.
2: You're just going to get upgrades to your console, like PS4 Pro, and there'll be another one in two years or a year's time. PS4 Pro get, Plus.
3: PS4 <laughs> Pro Two. No, no,
2: new PS4
1: Pro. (laughs) Oh my God, no. New Plus. (laughs) New Plus. Uh, If that does actually start happening,
0: it has
2: started happening. It's
0: here. No, no, I know. But see if that is if uh, well not if that but you know now that's the case. I'm I'm probably now going to have to start you know slowing down my console gaming because it that that means it would it would cost so much more money to keep up to date with consoles and it would do a
3: pc not really know. because
2: your, your ps4 will still play games like your launch ps4 will still play top end games that your pc wouldn't it's the same age
3: yeah that's true
2: well no no your pc would still do you know, that but try yeah. play uh, try no try play on a launch ps4 you can play batman arkham knight try a pc with a graphics card from that year playing batman arkham knight
0: uh, yeah, I've managed to play it in my one and my graphics card is six, seven years old. Does it look as good as the PS4? No, it? Yeah, no, it does. No it, no, does no, it no, no, it does. does. Yeah, it does. Shit. No, no, I'm bullshit. not showing shite, right? I'll fucking
2: show
3: you. Right? <laughs> I smell
2: Show yous. I smell shite. It does. Absolute shite. shite
0: show, me show me the
3: rain effects. Show me sure. the rain effects for us. Yeah, it's bullshit. I will fucking show you. Absolute tripe.
0: I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a Let's Play, right? And you, uh, you can see the fact that a six-year-old graphics card can still uh, match Copyright a PS4. PS4. But what, what's, for,
3: what's for here? Why have you not upgraded your graphics card, Ross?
0: Because
3: it's like it's like killing off a
0: kid and then just adopting <laughs> another one, right? This graphics card <laughs> has gone through hell and back with me, you know? It's been through hell. I've put it through its paces. You know, that motherfucker it's has just done anything, right? <laughs> Yeah, and my spreadsheet games are the best, right? So shut it's up. That's why you
2: play them because your graphics yeah. card shit.
0: Stick with no, my graphics card is good. It's actually not bad. What? what right? graphics, has got graphics card? It's a uh, uh, ATI Radeon 770 HD, one gigabyte.
3: One gigabyte. Okay.
0: Yeah, it still, it plays like fucking... Uh, you can't so, play Arkham
3: Knight, there's well, no way. You can't yeah, play Arkham Knight. Yeah, line. it plays, yeah, well,
0: it
2: runs Arkham Knight, and
0: well, it, it runs It runs the Skyrim uh, Ultimate Edition as well, you know, the HD one that no, came out.
2: I, I believe that, right, but I don't believe Arkham Knight. Yeah,
0: no, yeah it can it. play, it plays GTA V, um, just um, oh, uh, medium settings as
3: yeah, well. Yeah, medium,
2: but well, you do have to turn the settings down in PS4, we win. anyway... <laughs> right. Whoa, whoa! I wasn't, Expedures. I wasn't
0: saying
3: that I win. I'm X-tenuous. just saying, Ross, buying, buying a new graphics card. Thank you, yeah. That, that's <laughs> an expert news.
0: Fuck off! I yeah, see whatever. every people tell me to buy a new graphics card. Well, I'm going to say no. Fuck off! Buy I'll prove screen. that this graphics card will fucking kick ass for the next two, three years. No, It, won't. It's, it hasn't it, work, in, it hasn't
2: kicked ass in five years, by the sounds of it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Precisely. Leave my baby alone. All right.
0: See, I've,
3: you know,
2: I've got a Mega Drive taped to a fucking DS right now. That's more powerful.
3: Okay, okay, I'm on the min spec for Arkham Knight right now. The The minimum video card is the AMD Radeon HD 7950, 3GB memory minimum. So you I've
1: can't run respect,
0: Arkham Knight. Right? I can't fucking run it. And you can't I have run it. Run it. Can't My PC run it. will run, run, it. run that either. I've played it, I've played <laughs> it and completed it on the fucking PC and the PS4.
3: Oh, in fact, mine will run, run it. Mine need some min spec. It can
0: be. <laughs> Jesus man, okay, like honestly it can.
3: That's
2: like saying I can run Ocarina of Time on an original DS.
3: Two frames per second. It's not
2: two frames per second. <laughs> He's only just finished it, he got it launch day. Wait,
0: I, will admit, right, I will admit though, I only managed to get up to 55 frames per second. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that at all. I don't, I don't believe any of this. No, nope, honestly, I'll fucking show you. Is right. I'll I'll run Fraps when I play it next, and uh, I'll you know give you a kind of YouTube video of me running it. Okay, okay I Ross. look
3: forward to. it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, okay. next news story. <laughs>
3: anyway, uh, Far Cry Five uh, got its uh, first trailer and all that shit. Uh, do you can- know? You guys- there's no cowboys in it it's modern day-ish yeah no
0: it's going to be a western and then when I found out it was modern day I was like nah you're alright mate
3: it looks okay but it kind of looks like a cross between Far Cry and Just Cause for me yeah it doesn't look good at all the religious aspect looks pretty funny
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah like funny in the fact that like you know at least I got the balls to fucking tackle religious extremism in America because that's pretty much kicking about with the Westboro Church and all that shit so you know, I mean, they, uh, they, they, do, this in, they, they do this in They've done this in
3: GTA. They they have cults in GTA. Remember, there's one where you Aye, go GTA, and drop... is like satire. This you had to,
2: to be... you had to pick up the guy, the girl, and sacrifice her to the cult. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> no. I mean, like who who didn't do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like basically, I was. It got to a point where I was just like, like got to the place. I was like,
0: huh? Should I drop her off? Well, I'm already here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... <She is> well. <laughs>
3: it's like so my fault. <laughs> she can <run>. it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, Far Cry Five it's next next year. I think it was. I don't next like it. Yeah,
2: February or March or something. Yeah. Did yeah. you not say that because
0: it's a February March release date? That means Assassin's Creed will be this year because possibly Ubisoft or something.
2: I reckon it'll be this year. I think it'll hit September, October, maybe even November. We'll I, November. I think
3: I think you're probably right, and I, I think that's a smart move for them as well. I think it's I think it's time. And, we're, and the yes. Assassin's Creed leak has continued. T shot a T <laughs> t-shirt, a t-shirt <laughs> leak today. Oh my god. Fake uh, <laughs> the
2: bamboozlement that happened <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> no, there was a fake video released. That ah, that's
0: really what I mean. Like, when I was like put the chat, like we've been bamboozled, was when we all thought that that was. <laughs> Do you know,
2: I used to play a game called Bamboozled on Teletext.
0: Oh,
1: alright.
0: Teletext. I mean. Jesus, I forgot Teletext had games. You've just like brought me back to like Beaconhead uh, an, um, and uh, Jack Finellas playing a Teletext game on their TV. <laughs>
3: Do you, do you know the thing I remember most of it teletext is checking the uh, top ten UK album charts when yeah. Slipknot's Iowa came out to see if it had got to number one.
1: I
0: used apart from the game thing in teletext, I used it for uh, football scores and the
2: weather. <laughs> it's like what I would use teletext for. Do you know it still exists? I didn't know it still existed until we went to Italy because her. The reason I brought that up was her grandpa was sitting playing bamboozled while we we're waiting for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? it exists in Europe, I think, but it doesn't it exist in. I think in the UK it's been taken away
3: completely. he yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. so so was reading his news in teletext, but he's got a fucking iPad.
3: <laughs> oh, Did people in America
2: have teletext?
0: I ah, mean, they must they have, have had teletext in America.
2: Some, well, the TVs have still similar. got it in hotels, yeah. No. yeah they no. must
3: have teletext. Anyway, back to well, reality. Well, let us know, Americans, if you have teletext. c <laughs> CFAX? <laughs> uh, C-f- C-f- oh, yeah. C-fax, yeah. yeah. Was it not teletext?
2: Then it we... went to CFAX.
3: Anyway, oh, no, sorry, CFAX no, no,
0: was
2: BBC. Oh, right, okay, that's where I was right. I think. I don't know.
0: But anyway, it was the
3: same, it was the same thing. Um, anyway, um Unreal Engine now fully sports Nintendo Switch.
2: Good. Switch is awesome.
3: Yep, Switch is awesome. Need to buy one Ross. Uh the <laughs> the Nokia thirty three ten new one came out. Oh, what a load of shit that is. It's breakable,
2: I've, it's pish,
3: it's I've like using
2: the two G network.
3: It doesn't even have fucking snake. It it's does like, snake. it does
0: have it, snake. No, it's got like the, no no, it's got it's it doesn't, doesn't have the original snake, it's got the, the new thirty
2: three ten. Neither the 3310, it was Snake 2. No, no, but it's, not, the, it's <laughs>
0: not that. It's not even the Snake 2 that they've got. They've got the supposedly it's this, um, 3D snake version. Zenzia. Shit like that. that snake you... Zenzia. Aye, whatever it's called is stupid.
3: It's like a fancy, colourful Snake. I actually not... played Snake 2 this week on a on original Nokia 3310.
2: I could complete that. I was Mine. supposed to model off the
0: 3210, not the 3310. It is
2: the 3310. Is that reason?
3: But but anyway, it came out and it's a cheap phone. Like the, it, I I would never necessarily buy one. But it looks like it would be useful if you're going to a festival or something like that. So for fuck all,
2: a... just buy a cheap phone at your local CEX store.
3: Well, you could do that, yeah. But I mean, if you if you wanted to buy a like a new phone,
2: no one wants buy to buy that. this.
3: Yeah, or, I'll give or you a phone to some people some people say, want go to CEX and
1: buy
0: a cheap phone, or go to like another place and buy a phone for a fiver
3: <laughs> Yeah,
0: so you're guarantee though, mate.
3: <laughs> right, let's not get into that uh, there's a Final Fantasy 15 survey which is available in the game, Ali they've put the I'm survey not... into the game do you I'm want done. to do a survey in a game? no, okay I I, I might do it uh, Oh, here's a here's an unsurprising piece of news uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 won't be at E3 <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> said that in the chat as well I know, yeah, that was like sad face do, do, you know what, do you know what usually happens, right they, they always talk, like like Ubisoft always never mentions it at all until after E3 and like the E3 press conference comes and everyone's like or like the games press is like, Oh, beyond Good TV too, will it be announced? Will it be reconfirmed? Blah blah blah. The release date, etc. trailers and things And they're like, It's gonna happen, it's gotta happen this year. It must happen for the last I don't know, four years. And then after it's done, Ubisoft comes out and issues a press release that says Beyond Game of Evil 2 is still in development and yep. um, we're not talking about it at this point <laughs> like, I feel like, um, I, feel so like this is pre-internet. The,
0: I feel like all the video game companies have got together and ever since like the last Guardian took ages to come out They're kind of like, right, okay, what's the next one we should start teasing Oh, Let's do Beyond Good and Evil 2 for the next 15 years. Then once (laughs) that's done in 15 years' time, they'll be like, right, okay, what's next? Oh, should we go for Half-Life 3? Nah, let's keep that for 30 years more. Let's find another (laughs) game we can then tease for another 15 years. You know, I reckon this is all a conspiracy.
3: (laughs) It could be. It could be. Uh, An updated version of Street Fighter 4 with more characters is coming to the iOS. No No one's
2: going to play that on an iPhone.
3: I mean, it I'm going to just
2: use. Just because you've said that. You don't have an iPhone, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll borrow one. <laughs> borrow a on new graphics card. Yeah, oh, borrow a new graphics card. <laughs> oh. uh, my, iPhone's got, my iPhone's got the same fucking power as your graphics
3: card. My graphics
1: card <laughs> awesome.
3: actually probably more powerful. All 9000's the um, Greatest. If, <laughs> if you do decide you want Far Cry 5, uh, you can preload it in, like now. Nine months yeah, ahead of release, keep, they've
2: got it's, it's ready to play. Like I don't understand that. Like, is that game finished? Like, so why'd I have to wait nine months if I can install it now?
3: I, I would assume that what it would do is Actually, like they've got a sort of well, kind of. I'd assume that they've got a sort of rough idea of how big the game's going to be, and like the game file will just be like a dump of like nothing that will take up thirty gigabytes. <laughs> right. Someone needs nine months to download that. That's awesome. <laughs> You can, uh, can I have yeah, a kid quick. Totally <laughs> yeah, you could, you could have sex now and then have a baby before Far Cry 4, 5 comes out. And it'll probably get delayed, so pre- the baby will probably be months old and you won't have time to play Far Cry 5 anymore.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get a can of cider because this news is depressing and boring.
0: <laughs> <you know>. uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Injustice 2's release was celebrated by the Bar- Batman Arkham Knight developer. What is this? What is yeah,
0: it was a... Uh, um... It was a cake with the Supergirl logo and then everyone is now starting to take that as uh, their subtle confirmation that they're going to be developing some sort of Superman game. <laughs> it's like, how, okay, how can well... you go from, from a simple, innocent cake to, like, cake, that's Rocksteady's next game? Do <laughs> you know why it is,
3: Ross? It's because the cake is a lie. Because the cake is a
0: lie. <laughs> yeah, nice one.
1: <laughs>
0: but it's actually a pretty bitching cake that we got, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't have eaten it because it looked that good.
3: I don't know I'd still have eaten it take a picture of it and then you've got a record of like oh we made this fucking cool cake and then we ate it and it was fucking horrible that's actually
0: quite true yeah <laughs> I would have done that I bet it was just like a fucking shitey sponge cake as well with just like cheap icing over it and just the S <clears and> that, <throat> that was fine
3: what
2: are you talking about the cake the cake The cake is the line. Well, do you know what it's really weird because why did they do that and not a Batman symbols. what they're saying
0: I know. I've just pointed that out. I was kind of going. Everyone seems to be jumping to the fact that because it was a Superman, Well, not Super just that. Girl,
2: then, then maybe
1: that. I don't, aye, if you but, like, aye, but I, don't I don't know. like, I don't
2: wait, 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 Ross. I don't know if you managed to see all the references in your PC because I don't know if the voice acting would have loaded. Um, <laughs> like they, they dropped a but lot it's of the Superman. PS4, remember? Oh yeah. So the better one. Uh, they <laughs> they had a lot of Superman references at the end. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I know, but.
2: If anyone can make a good Superman game, it would be them, Rocksteady. If they can do it, they're the only company that could.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I just don't agree in the fact that the world should uh, have to endure a Superman game, but that's just my...
2: Supergirl. Guess. It's a super girl super, be, Supergirl. Supergirl, a girl.
0: It's Supergirl, Superman, same fucking planet. Well, it is. Yeah, it's the same fucking planet, and it's just stupid, and, uh, you know, I just don't like that...
3: That's like saying that's like saying you can't have a Green Arrow game because there's already a Batman game because they're on the same planet. Like that's stupid. Or yeah. Flash game. Like they're on the same yeah. planet, you can't have them game. Can't be.
0: No. No. Just, I just I just don't like Superman or Supergirl. Ah, oh. I
3: like I like Supergirl.
0: I hate them. I think I think they're like the most <laughs> I
3: like I like Smallville.
0: Supergirl, I can kind of you know accept because Supergirl does have you know her being older tits, and adjusting tits, to... Tits, and, and, tits, and tits. And obviously with her and, and, tits, and her tits, power girlfriend. And,
2: and tits. And tits. We know where you're going, Ross.
0: And Superman.
1: <laughs>
0: Fucking self-righteous prick, that's what he is. Uh,
3: no tits. Uh, Final Fantasy VII has had some uh, development changes So for the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, the Square is now developing it in-house. It uh, was previously being developed by a bunch of external teams and they've now brought it all in-house. Uh, I don't know if this was always planned to do this, but, like, given that they've said that we might not see it now till 2020, uh, I think they've maybe sc- scrapped a lot of the work and started again. <laughs> they probably went, this is shit, let's, tr- let's do it our way. Because C- if, be if they make it, if they fuck it up, like, they can't ever do another remake. To be
0: fair, it's good on them if that's the case, if that turns out to be true, because... Uh... That's that's what should have happened with that alien colonial marines because that got mm. outsourced to another company who royally mm. fucked up that game to the point where there was like I I think it was like almost like a legal thing that came about because the um, the demo the uh, was it Sega
1: that- Gearbox. <laughs>
0: yes was it Gearbox I right. the yeah. demo Gearbox did was was really fucking shit hot but then they outsourced it to another company who then royally fucked everything up that, which was the release game so maybe. You know they've realised that that's what's going to happen, so they've decided to take it from the beginning with this remake or something. Maybe I don't know.
3: In other news, uh, PS3 production has now ended in Japan. The PS3 is officially dead. Been dead for Are you putting one out for your homie? Good night, <laughs> PS3. <laughs> I've still, go, I've still got my PS3. Have you? Do you play your PS3 much still, Ali? I haven't had one
2: for about two years, Andrew.
3: I oh, do not have one. Okay. <laughs>
0: I haven't had one since you um, guys hit your six-month uh, anniversary of being a podcast.
2: Hmm. What was that, three and a half, two and a half years ago?
0: No. Oh, a
3: long time ago. More back in that. like
0: 2012. Was it? Jesus. Yeah, it's like five years ago. It'd be five years ago in, um, in August that you hmm. guys would have been live, I think.
3: Yep, we right about that. Anyway, two more news stories. Uh, papers please is getting a short film adaptation pretty cool
0: yes it's a good good game it's a great game i love it man it's such a good game like you can be an absolute dick or a nice person and it's hilarious it's it's so funny like and there's like i think it's called georgie he's a guy and he's so he's uh, i let him through all the time even if it means that i lose like money for uh, my family medical bills because Georgie comes in and he literally just has a bit of paper with crayon drawn over to make it look like a passport because he just wants to get into the country <laughs> always let him through
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> Georgie's the best
3: <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, and the new Assassin's Creed protagonist has seemingly been revealed by a leaked t-shirt and he's co- he has this really stupid name what is his name? Ba- Bayek 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 son but, I, I, but but you know like uh, is what's he his from name? Yorkshire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name had a really well I mean we we think he's Egyptian but uh, what's his name had a really stupid name as well? Connor remember he had was Yeah, He might have an English name, name. Yeah, so he might have like a, a an easier to remember name. But or a nickname. Yeah, and it does look the same. It's the same character as as, as was in the uh, leaked sort of. A screenshot that we saw a while back as well. So the annual Assassin's Creed leak continues, and I'm sure we'll find out the release date before E3 because it'll be leaked. Yep. As expected. Uh, and a couple of things just to wrap up. A tiny Track has got revealed for PlayStation VR. This is a new game by uh, the developers of Velocity 2X uh, Future Lab. Uh, it looks like Micro Machines, but in a sort of cell shaded. Wind Waker-style graphics, uh, mm. and you play from, like, a, a sort of top-down perspective, but obviously you're in control of the camera, because you can look about. Oh, okay. Kind of interesting. I, I don't know how, how that'll, like, how that'll play, to be honest, but, like, they, they do make good games, so I'll be interested to check that out once I eventually get PlayStation VR one day. Uh... Square Enix announced a new RPG for the PS4, PC, and the Switch, Ali. Okay. It's called Lost Sphere, but Sphere spelled S-P-H-E-A-R. Okay. Which is a strange way to spell that word. Um, but it's basically from the RPG factory that made uh, I Am. the Tokyo RPG factory, which is the same developer that made I Am Sitsuna. Oh. So it's, it looks as if it's on the same sort of style as that, like Chrono Trigger sort of thing.
1: Looks cool.
3: Cool. Okay, I'll stop playing. And uh, the Switch Switch production is ramping up even further, and Nintendo expects to ship eighteen million units by the end of the fin- of the financial year.
2: Bullshit.
3: Probably.
2: Probably. No
0: way. Yeah, I mean the Probably. Switch is so bad. I doubt that that would ever happen.
3: Oh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and it, the, the the final the final bit of news that I wanted to share because I'm quite sure this will lead into uh, some of what we've been playing for this week is just the top 10 of uh, the UK sales chart uh, so number 10 Ultra Street Fighter 2 actually quite surprising that, that got in there like I didn't think that would have sold that well but it's in the top 10 and num- it's it's like what we are talking about Ali with the Switch like because the games are coming out like they're coming out quite Quite quickly, but once a month, get, basically, yeah, like once a month, like a new game's coming out, and you're like, Oh, the new game, I want to try that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, number nine, Zelda Breath of the Wild, still kicking about in there. Eight, Dishonored 2 has got jumped back up in there somehow. Uh, seven, Ghost Recon Wildlands, six, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, five, Parade, four, FIFA 17, three, GTA, two, Overwatch, and number one, Injustice 2, uh, holding on to the number one spot for two nice. weeks in a row.
1: Okay.
2: Right, well, I'm going to go um, fast because, because I know it's... how to make my game talking go fast. Um, NBA Playgrounds, been playing a bit more of that. I still haven't beat Stage 3 in Tokyo yet. Um, both my main characters, my main two are gold. You know how you can level them up. Bronze. Hmm. Silver and gold—they're both gold now. Um, the guy that couldn't dunk can all of a sudden do mad dunks because you unlock new moves as well. Um, really love it. Absolutely adore this game. Like I've still not got any Toronto Raptors players or Shaq or Co- or, or Kobe Bryant or any of the ones that I really want. No
0: Toronto Raptors players. Come on, man. I've not.
2: You can't choose who you unlock, but um, there's it still definitely needs a patch for off-screen. Uh, off tv play because there's a big difference in the graphics like when i plug this in my tele, like there's a big difference it doesn't look terrible by any means but it just looks mm. um mario kart A, I i polished off 100 cc with three stars gold trophies i'm on 150 cc now which is a bastard because i was on like um the fourth um track of a grand prix and somebody hit me with a uh, fucking, uh, shell at the very end and overtook me and fucked it because I was yeah. first 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 and then I got second uh, so I'm playing a lot of Kenway ship battles in the black flag app more than black flag mm-hmm. it's so addictive but I need now bigger ships so I have to jump back in the game to get some bigger ships to do further missions um, and uh, apart from that I have well, I done the plus games but we'll talk about them once Andy's ready arms test punch I played it for a bit got the gist of nice it, it. De- definitely going to be better in the big screen Uh, because there's a lot going on Uh, Done the tutorial it works really fucking well like the way it says swing your arm left and it'll go left and it fucking does so I don't understand how Street Fighter fucked up in their thing but um uh, won my first game it's online it was 2v2 didn't get to play like the story mode or anything like that it was just basically online matches after t- t- the tutorial really liked it uh, seems fun my arms did start to get tired which says that I'm becoming a fat lazy bastard but yes huh. really good game um, you can talk more about arms in a minute and Minish Cap I've been playing Minish Cap on DS actually because i tried to play it in the Game Boy Advance which it was originally on but I've got the SP Andy you know the clamshell Yeah. and it's still in good condition but as you know like unless you're in bright light you can't see it but I've got mm. the light up one and the light isn't a backlight it's just lights around the edge of the screen yep. so it kind of makes it harder to see when the light's on <laughs> um, so I decided to dig in and I got the old black DS and I'm playing it on that because that's the only way to reasonably play Game Boy Advance games in this day and age to be honest with you um, so I'm playing through Minish Cap which I've never finished remember that was one of my next ones to my Zelda fucking um craze and I burnt myself out after I think I finished three in a row Mm, Yep. and uh, yeah this one's really fun, it's made by Capcom this one so was Ages and Seasons I believe and just the graphics, the sound effects, the way that Link is it's not turn Link, it's just normal ass Link it looks a bit smaller though because you get this minish cap that shrinks down Link and you can go in like small world, it's really weird the way it does it because in the main map it looks like tiny wee things but then once you go inside it, it's like the inside of a barrel's like an entire arena Um, got the build back up a sword and get four things I'm not sure that this is the longest Zelda game but I don't need a long Zelda game because I'm still drooling at the mouth waiting for some Breath of the Wild um, DLC to hit which I'm sure is the summer so I think July August was it
3: I uh, can't remember
2: Something like that, anyway, but like, yeah, I, I dipped back into Minish Cap. I'm not too far, I'm just the first dungeon. Although it's gave me four dungeons, but you know what Zelda's like you, you think the game's gonna be short, and then after the four dungeons, it's like, okay, here's the new world.
1: <laughs> so,
2: um, I played a wee bit more of Breath of the Wild, uh, got some more horses. I'm just a horse wrangler just now, um, but I'm still finding secrets in that fucking game, Andy. And I've I've got over 70 hours in it already. It's like, are you joking with this game? I'm, I'm, I, play, I finished the game what a month ago. Hmm. at least a month ago maybe more and I'm still getting to places I've never been to with new puzzles and new things to find fucking greatest game ever honestly man uh, so, don't
3: get me wrong what are you saying? so I, I jumped in and played a little bit of Breath of the Wild this week as well yeah. no, not cool. a huge amount um, so I'll just I'll just mention it here um, but I did finally find a, a Guardian Beast Alley wow it's took you when did it come out? <laughs> like Two months ago, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I finally found a guardian beast. Um, what one? The, you... the camel the camel? You went to the desert first. That's an interesting choice. Well, that's the hardest go... one. I didn't <laughs> necessarily go there first. I just like I, I was like, oh, I want to go over here. That looks like an interest because that's what I've done in the game. Like I, all I've done is like, oh, I like the look of the topography of that area of the map. So like I'll go over and have a look and see what's there. I've seen I you across. play
2: games. I know why you're taking so long <laughs> at this game because the whole thing on your phone it's full of shiny stuff. Like I remember how long the intro of Assassin's <laughs> Creed Three took you.
3: So like I was like, oh, I want to go look at this, uh, and then I'm like, oh, oh, this, this. But uh, now that I found that Guardian Beast, I'm just trying to find a shrine or like a tower so that I've got a fast travel point near to it. But yeah, I haven't the managed. The yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I haven't managed to quite locate one that's over nearby. To have it. you been to the it... town? I can't Grido go to town because it's, it's the one that needs you to there's be dressed as a woman. There's a shrine there. But you need to be dressed as a woman to get in the town? No, not to get in the shrine though, the shrine's right there. Ah, right, okay, I didn't realise that. Because I, I couldn't see that from the other little bit I went to and it's, like, because I bumped into a couple of merchants and they're like, oh, we can't go over there because, like, I need to be the only woman in. I'm like, okay, well, I need to be dressed as a woman. You can buy okay, women's
2: so clothes and see the village where are. what's her name is, what's the old woman called? Um, um, Empire's Village. I'm sure there's women's clothes in that shop.
3: Okay, because I do have lots of money now because I've collected yeah. so many rocks. I've got like a thousand rupees.
2: Yeah, I, I got into mining <coughs> that for a bit. <laughs> now, now I'm all about the horses. Yeah, um, yeah oh, Zelda's just phenomenal. Like Breath of the World takes me away. But like, like I said, Black Flags very close to it. Still, see, just hmm. going back and playing that and sailing about and putting the sea shanties on. Like, hmm. also, I'd like to drop in here before I pass the microphone over. I found out tonight, and neither used two are really impressed that like black black flat black sails is actually kind of an Easter egg in its title music. I never thought anything more of its title music apart from sounding piratey, but it's actually a fucking old sea shanty. That um, what is it, Lowland Away? Because uh, when I was watching that Treasure Island, they're humming the song, and I went, "That's Black Sails," and I looked it up, and it's actually a sea shanty. So, yeah, kudos to them. Tip of the hat. Anyway, who wants to go first, Andy or Ross? We've got plus points to cover as well. So, hey, go on,
3: Andy. I'll- I'll I'll, ju- I'll jump in because I can Good. I can piggyback off a couple of things that you were talking about. Um, so arms test fire, I played that as well. Or what was it called? Test punch. Test Punch, like, yeah. Test fire splishing. Yeah. Like I mean, are they going to do this for every like new Nintendo? Test IP? jump for Mario. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they won't do it for Mario. They don't need to do it for that. But for a new IP, it makes sense to it. Um, but, but yeah I played it. It's alright. Uh, I like I only did the tutorial just to check it out and see what the game was all about. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a game that will be fun to play. Yeah. Probably, probably two player, like on the couch. Um, Is the first
2: you've got four remotes so far?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, or like, because uh, I don't now. Correct me if I'm wrong, right, but you can't play this if you've got the the remotes attached to, to the screen, can you? No, so you can't. No, you you need can't to play you can't play handheld, them. right? Yeah, because I just played it in like off TV mode. It's because it was convenient for me because I was like. Because it was late at night when the the test fire was on, so I was like, oh, "I'll just try it here," and it was all right. But I'd much rather like do it on the big screen because it would be much. Yeah, because more... there's a lot going on. Yeah, and obviously, like I'm just sitting on the bed, and it's kind of hard to like punch and like angle your arms and stuff like that, whilst you're sitting <laughs> down on like on a bed. But but yeah, I mean, quite cool. Uh, very different from from most games. Pro- yeah, probably. I mean, we boxing would be like the the only thing that I would equate it to. It is like. like so a much more agree like, oh yeah 100% like way way more advanced version of that can you of think that? of what they could
2: do with Wii Boxing 2 now that you can swing like hooks and stuff properly and like an actual boxing game would be
3: awesome with this yeah it would, it would be cool but I mean I think this is like this is probably the best that you'll get because I mean if they made an actual like proper like real let's say boxing game for it I don't think it would be as fun like this has got the sort of real boxing style plus it'll, it's yeah. actually like a fun idea because you've got all the different yeah. weapons and stuff so kind of cool um, I look forward to trying it when the actual game comes out properly I won't bother with any of the other test, test punches. punches no
2: one and done was all I needed it was a bit like yeah. Splatoon I played it and I'm like yep yeah. this is what I wanted
3: okay yeah <laughs> I also played uh, a game oh no first of all, I played a game on PS4 I picked up uh, Wolfenstein The New Order okay because it's on I've sale for it. it's on sale for three pounds right now three pounds <laughs> I would say it's a fucking must buy it at three pounds. Like nah. that's, that, three pounds, Ali. Three pounds. Nah, I'd rather but, buy uh, a magazine. <laughs> don't buy a magazine. The Beano you know, is two pound <clears throat> eighty. Two pound eighty for the Beano? Fuck off!
2: <laughs> that's what I said in Tesco's out loud.
3: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, but this is three pound for a full fucking PS4 game, like that. Because I mean, remember this came out like a couple of years ago, right enough now. But I'm sure, uh, it was. He probably did, yeah. It was a full priced game, um, and it's fucking good fun. Like it's a first person shooter, very, very not open world and very like kind of corridor based. But that's fine. I don't want another open world game to play. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have proven to myself I do not need another one right now at all. I'm quite happy just to go through a little bit of like story based FPS. So that's exactly yeah. what this is, and it's kind of over the top, and obviously it's in World War Two, and it's got all the. Your typical Wolfenstein sort of weirdness in it and very over the top uh, characters and whatnot, but it's just fun and like the mechanics and stuff are all good. But I want to.
0: Like... Is that the first time you've ever played a Wolfenstein game?
3: No, I've played the old ones, like the oh, right, cool. what Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> <laughs> <The> <laughs> Stein, old, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D, one. and
0: then it was uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein that came yeah, out as so. well.
3: I don't know if I've ever played that one, but uh, but I, I remember playing the the old old one. But but this one this one's good. Obviously, some it's, it's a modern shooter set in the uh, set in the sort of World War Two times. But you've got like relatively modern weapons, I would say. So like automatic rifles and whatnot. So it doesn't feel it doesn't yeah, feel like an old school shooter. Um, but good fun.
0: The that Wolfenstein game that you're playing, uh, they have cre I don't know if you've been them before. Those crazy sections where. Um, Sometimes you have to, like, go to sleep to save or whatever, and then you end up going into a crazy dream mode where you get to replay the old Wolfenstein game.
3: Yeah, I heard about that. Like, that, yeah. that's cool, really yeah, cool. the stuff like that. But yeah, I've only, I've only played, like, maybe a couple hours of that so far, so good fun, though. Um, I also picked up in the sale... Oh, I did pick up Rory McIlroy because it's only £3 as well. Shit. Like, I, I would definitely buy that for £3, like...
2: I got it for free on EA Access.
3: Yeah, 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 but like
2: uh, I also bought it day Xbox. one because I love the Tiger Woods games. This is
3: box. <laughs> it's Ashley all right. Like, like yeah, yeah, she likes the golf game, so she's been playing it. But, um, and I also picked up in the sale as Well, Tiger
2: Woods get done for drink driving. Sorry, I
3: seen that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I also picked up in the sale Jurassic Park the game.
2: That was good, I had it on the iPad I really enjoyed it, I got to the part I think it was episode 3 or 4 where there's the, the fun fair, the fairground and I got stuck, I couldn't figure out what it wanted me to do next because back then Telltale wasn't so helpful it was a case mm-hmm. of, yeah just figure it out and I never went back to it but. Oh, It's very easy that bit so yeah, I, uh, I, I, I
0: played
3: through yeah, the first that... episode uh, and I actually really enjoyed it like how it tied <laughs> into the movie and everything like that and, cause, I mean, it That ties... one in
2: Back to the Future was when their games kind of became what they are now wasn't it Kind yeah, of, Bad to yeah,
3: Future yeah. one's good. Yeah, Bad to the Future one's good. Um, like this one, you don't like move about your character at all, though. He's just like he's in a scene, is. and then you like tell him to go to a different scene, um, so you don't actually like control the character moving about like you do in, in most of the other games, which was strange to me because I, I don't think this is the only Telltale game I've ever played that you don't move the character about. Cause even like Sam and Max and stuff like Back to Future as about, well. so. In Back to the Future, yeah. But anyway, the uh, the actual <coughs> game itself was all right. That it, I think the the quick time events are a little bit more uh, hard on you, like for fails and stuff. I think I died like four times in this, and like fucking. Quick time events now, don't you like,
2: matter anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you never die in the quick time events. They're just like, oh, you you didn't you got punched. Like try not to get punched next time. It's okay. <laughs> like yeah, you can or always, like somebody comes in <laughs> to save
2: you, like Rocket save me in <laughs> Guardians.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But but like uh, I really did enjoy the, the sort of story of it and like how it ties into the, the Jurassic Park world. And I didn't I expected it to be really shite because like I'd heard it was terrible. And like certainly from the first episode, it was actually really good. So I, I've only done the first episode. And I'll, I'll do I'll get to the other ones at some. Was that on PS3?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, on PS3. Yeah. It, it did it did like crash how on retro. me. Maybe maybe three times I think <laughs> in total like hard locks where I had to like. So to like get up and do you still want Wii, PS3 you know? off? No, no, I don't own a Wii U. Alright, so you've
2: only got two dead consoles in the house, the V and the PS three.
3: <laughs> yeah. But my PS three is mostly like a Netflix player, like in the bedroom.
2: Yeah, that's what I used mine for, but then I got a fire stick and realised I could get sixty quid for the PS three, so I went, fuck it.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like now and again, like it's nice to be able to like play a game in the bedroom. Where- I only had
2: it for Rogue.
3: I- I've got a Switch now. Yeah. I don't have that issue. I know, I know. Like I could play the Switch, but like I-, I did fancy playing this game, and I've had it. Like I've had it in my wish list on on the like the PlayStation Store for ages, just waiting for it to like come down to like a decent sale price, and like it was like. £4 or something like that so I think it was actually dearer than both then the Roadmap game and the the Wolfenstein game that I bought on PS4 and I'm like okay well that's fine <laughs> but it's probably it's probably better <laughs> so far like I say I've only played a couple of And and uh, the only other thing I played was Injustice that I know you guys have, have played a lot of as well so I'll I'll chime in when when you guys are talking about because I know Ross I, has only just got it I haven't it this
1: week. played it this
3: week oh you haven't? okay
0: that's a great game oh that's brilliant
3: well, I'll on oh. when when Ross is talking about it then. So yeah, that, that is uh, that's what I played. Oh, I don't know, I don't know how did play that. So I talked about that.
2: Okay, Ross, what did you play? Right, I've actually written it down for once. <clears throat>
3: <Ooh. clears throat> here we go.
0: So <clears throat> first off, uh, I played that. Um, obviously, because I missed uh, because I've not been on here for about three episodes. I think I missed the last PS Plus thing. So. Like when oh, you yeah. said, so, so I, I finally played that. Ta- I t- played the Tales of the Borderlands. Um, oh, we're we doing
2: that just now? We're doing yeah, let's do it. Let's then. do it. Plus,
0: Great, box, okay. Oh, points, we're doing okay. that just now. All right, oh, yeah. sorry. Well, I'll, wait till that. I'll leave that to the end if you want. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah let's do, do, do that.
3: that. All right, cool. Well, that <laughs> Tales of the I've,
0: I've, <laughs> never, I've never played a Borderlands game in my entire life, and uh, I decided to put on the, the Tales of the Borderlands. Um, he's
3: just doing it now, Ali. He's not listening to you. Oh right,
0: wait, alright, oh, I wasn't listening, sorry. <laughs> well, okay, well hang on a right, minute, right? Okay, sorry again. Okay, well <clears throat> um right, I played that uh, this game called Mount and Blade. Like Mount and Blade.
3: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a bit shit. But it's alright. No, no, it's it's um it's basically like uh it's it's, well, it's when I say it's a bit shit, it's a bit shit because I got confused and didn't really understand what I was supposed to do. And that's the reason that's part of the game in the sense that it's created a medieval world, and uh, you create a character, and that's it. You don't have a main quest. You don't have a main story. Uh, you can go away and join the the various AI factions that are kicking about, uh, or you can just become a trader and set up a shop and just trade away, or you can just become like a wee you know hunter, just selling off like things that you've hunted or whatever. Um, but the best thing about it is that. The AI has their own stories and their own um, sort of opinions and things that are happening around you. So you're not actually the main character in this game. You're just you're basically an NPC, and mm-hmm. uh, the entire story of the entire land is happening around you. So nobody cares who you are. Nobody like gives a fucking. You know, no one's there kind of being like, "Eh, yeah, well, this is the thing, is that the fact that, like, I was like, at first I thought, hey, this would be quite cool, actually. You know, the fact that, like, you're never on the rails, you don't need... uh, The way I got pitched it to me is the fact that it was... I got told it was, like, Skyrim, but without the main quest. So, like, you had all your side quests, but you were just an average Joe in the Skyrim kind of thing. So, I thought, hey, that sounded quite good. Then I realised that it's not that good, because literally when you get thrown into it, there's no, like tutorial or anything at all and you're like sitting there going right the fuck do i do then (laughs) you're like what the hell and you're like still trying to figure out how to fucking like it took me about an hour and a half to figure out how to ride a horse like (laughs) like, i was like what the fuck is this right and it just got to the point where i'm currently working for a guy in his blacksmith shop and i'm like in this in, in my own fucking game i'm not even running the blacksmith shop i'm just an assistant <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man!
3: Like this is too much, like real life. <laughs> was it Was this the one that was like they came in? They had it free for a couple of days this week.
0: No, 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 nope. no! It wasn't free. Well, it might be free, but I've had it for ages on my Steam okay. library, and I finally got into it because the reason I got into it is because supposedly they kind of like redid it again, called Mount and Blade Warband. Um, because it, it, it's really popular, the game. Like, it really is. And there's a whole load of mods in that. There's a big modding community behind it where, you know, rather than being in medieval times, you would be in various other time periods. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I didn't give it enough time to kind of get fully immersed because I was playing it while I was, you know, doing other bits and pieces at the same time. But I don't know. it, it I, I feel like as much as open world games are great and being able to do what you want to do is great, I think always knowing that you have that main storyline quest to do and complete, you know, is always good to have, whereas this doesn't have that at all. So you do get to the point where you're just lost, and you're just, like, not, like, physically lost, but you just, like, lost the point where you're just, like, going, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing or what I'm, like, you know, <laughs> kicking about with. Like, even even in my paper uh, pen and paper tabletop games, you know, there is always a main quest that you do, like, like even if you give your uh, players... unlimited freedom in the entire world there's still a main quest whereas this there isn't a main quest and it's just a wee bit kind of like oh okay it's almost as if like huh the ai's having more fun you know like fighting and all these battles happening and i'm just sitting here working away as an assistant blacksmith (laughs) it's like damn it man maybe i played this game wrong (laughs) but no i mean and the graphics obviously because it's such a kind of such an open world. The graphics are really, really bad, and it's not my graphics mm. card. Um, it's it's the gr- it's the game itself. Is in order to have that kind of like higher ability for the AI to be able to basically construct their own narratives around mm. you. You know, the graphics had to suffer a wee bit for this one. But I don't um, know. I mean, I'll probably try and jump in and, and give it a wee a wee shout at it again. Um, it was free.
3: It was free on GOG last weekend. That's what it was. Ah, was it Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, I played that. Uh, obviously, I've been playing my Medal of Honor Breakthrough, which is part of my Let's Play series I'm doing just now where I'm going through all the World War II games uh, that are out and about on the PC. So, I was playing Medal of Honor Breakthrough.
3: Absolutely Can, love can your graphics card handle it? Uh, barely. Barely. <laughs> barely.
0: You know. uh, so, yeah, I was playing Medal of Honor Breakthrough, which is great. Uh, I also managed to have a wee shot at the Steel Division, Normandy 44, which just came out on Friday. And um, and it's pretty good it's it's kind of like a company hero style uh, rts game but it doesn't have the base building which i always really hated that whole base building and having to manage your resources in order to continue on with the campaign whereas this it has a really nifty and um, setup where before you go into each scenario you get to decide what kind of units you want to bring with you and that's all you need to decide like once you've burnt through the units that's it done um, so it brings a wee bit more of a tactical kind of, you know, idea to the game itself. But, you know, you have to go, oh, do I really want X amount of, you know, infantry troops or should I have more tanks instead type idea. <clears throat> so, and plus you're not bogged down in those RTS games, a bit like Command and Conquer, where sometimes you end up having to spend a lot of the time, you know, making sure your base is running properly before you can actually go out and complete the objectives. So mm. it was nice to kind of like take away that stuff. So played that, and then also decided to play a wee bit of a submarine game called Silent Hunter Five.
3: Um, oh, I've heard of this. This is yeah. like five. This is I remember seeing this for like five p in uh in CX. <laughs> yeah, basically Silent. Oh man,
0: you should have picked it up, right? So i must say it's, it's no. Silent Hunter Five <laughs> is basically like a it's uh you play as a uh, as an, a German uh, submarine commander, and you have to uh, manage your submarine and you do various kind of um, objectives and missions out in the Atlantic, and you're kind of a submarine and your crew, you upgrade just like an RPG, and you work your way through from, like, 1939 right the way through up to 1944. So, and obviously, like, that, but it's great, though. <clears throat> so, you're, bl- you're playing as a Nazi. Yeah. But
3: you're it's a Nazi submarine this- commander.
0: <clears throat> yeah, 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 because... Do you feel like, good say, about well, this, Ross? In World War Two, there wasn't really a lot of kind of yeah no no it's it's quite it's it's actually really really good it's it's a good way a different sort of like side of the the war to kind of see and if you ever watch the film Das Boot you'll understand like why it can be quite an interesting sort of side of things but what's great is that in real life obviously between 1939 and 1941 eh, the U-boats were literally just absolutely hammering the Allies like completely like there was just no it was actually getting to the point where you know, uh, Britain was was on its knees because of the way the U-boats were just taking out all the convoy stuff. But then obviously once uh, radar was invented by the Brits and then the Americans kind of got involved and we won the Battle of Britain, you know, the U-boats started getting, you know, uh, less, less of a kind of uh, danger and more just a nuisance. So the reason why I brought that up is because that's how the difficulty is done in the game. So when you start the game in 1939, it's dead fucking easy, so you get a good chance to get a handle of the controls, a handle of how everything goes. But as you progress through the years, it obviously gets harder and harder because the AI is starting to get better equipment compared to you, to the point where you start getting more challenging. And it's a nice progression of, kind of, uh, thing to the point where when you get to 1944, it's it's nigh impossible to do anything, you know. But it's, it's quite good that way, so... Uh, I mean, Silent Hunter 5 is actually probably one of the worst out of the five games, I think, I've heard. Uh, Silent Hunter 3 is supposed to be the best, but I've not had the chance to play that yet. Um, And then... Out with the PS Plus games. The last one I played, I started playing Alan Wake for a wee bit because that was only three pound on Steam, and the fact that you can never get Alan Wake again because Do well, until
2: they're going to they're working on renewing the music license. So. Oh, they
0: are right. right. I didn't realise they were still working on it. I thought uh, they just decided to give up and just like leave it as the final. Yeah, it's got,
3: it's gone for it now, though. It's, ah, it's, it's gone for
0: now. So I managed to pick it up uh, the on the like the last hour before it was taken off of Steam. So I, I was playing that, shat myself within the first twenty minutes. So I'm going to restart <laughs> it and probably do a let's play of that because obviously it's quite funny to see me get scared. Um, but yeah, that's really about it, bar the kind of the PS Plus stuff. So yeah, that's all I kind of kind of played. I'll do, wait
1: something.
0: You. do something. Yeah, I'll do wait. Oh, I, I played it on the Xbox 360 when it first came out. Um, when I worked in blockbusters, I managed to get it out like on hire for a few couple of days and. Uh, I really did like it. It was a good Stephen King kind of atmosphere to it. So I'm looking forward to dive back into it again. But I forgot, um, uh, I forgot kind of how kind of creepy it gets, and shit like yeah. that. especially especially with the fact that you have to like watch your battery management with your torchlight <laughs> shit like that. Man, like I forgot how tense it can get. Like like nothing will happen, but you're getting really tense just seeing your battery level just drop further and further in the flashlight. And I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically all I really played, to be fair. Uh, it's really I, just being focusing on my Let's Play stuff, you know, and that's it. I
3: have, I have two things to add before we do the plus points. Okay. Did you know that Final Fantasy XII is out in 42 days, Ali? 42? 42. 42 days. 42 days. <laughs> um, also, I played Kingdom Hearts 2.8. 2.8. What's 2.8. Um, the... Nothing. <laughs> um, it's uh 2.8 is like it's got the remake of uh, Dream Drop Distance on it, which was the 3DS game. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I did not like it. I played like the first couple hours, didn't like it at all. Uh, and I watched the movie, and I didn't. I have no idea what was, what was happening in that movie. Didn't understand it. A bit. <coughs> That, that's all I have to say about it
2: my cats have chewed through, sorry Tasha just came in the room with like a brown wire with like frayed bits at the end the cats have chewed through something
1: <laughs>
2: I don't what, know where what? those wires came from
3: a brown wire what have you got a brown I'll wire you, I'll show you I'll show you I'll
2: show you Okay. anyway we better get onto plus points we 20 minutes
3: plus
2: points okay so um, this week in plus points we had a few games obviously there was some just for uh, PS3 uh, which no one's covering because it's a dead console um, I don't know I'll just send you this photo of this fucking wire i I need to figure out where that came from I'm assuming it's something that doesn't work now um, right so plus points we had mm-hmm. we'll probably start We'll start with what Ross said. That was uh, Tales from the Borderlands, Laser Disco Defender, Type Rider and Alien Nation. But we'll start with Tales from the Borderlands. Okay, Ross seemed like he enjoyed it. And had a lot to say, so here's what I'll say. Zero interest in the franchise. It's just more telltale Guardians, Batman and Wolf Among Us are far better. I have no interest in this world. The only good thing is the guy that plays the tech plays Vasquez. That's all I have to say about it, so continue.
3: How much of it did you play?
2: If most of the first episode until I get fucking bored out my tits
3: oh man oh man right Ross what did you think? Ross? Ross? yep what, what did you think of Tales of the Borderlands?
0: yeah it was good I mean yeah I mean I've never played any Borderlands games at all so I didn't I don't know any of the characters I didn't know the kind of the style or the humour of the games whatsoever so I kind of played the Telltale one thinking no, I'll just try this and a lot of people were telling me not to play it first or I should play the real games uh, the first kind of sense. So I started playing it um, and no, I really like the humour. The humour is definitely uh, definitely up my, um, up my alley and uh, uh, I really enjoyed, I only got as far as, um, uh, let me think, It was just it, I just got as far as when it turned out that a certain... Uh, MacGuffin uh, turns out to be fake. So it's not really that far into it so far, but uh, the reason why I stopped then is because uh, I noticed in the PS store that uh, the Borderlands uh, Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel was was down to like a tenner for like the two games, so I ended up buying that, stopped the Tales of Borderlands and started playing Borderlands 2 to play through all those games before then playing Tales of the Borderlands. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm absolutely loving it so far. I've only played the first hour of Borderlands 2 and the Tales of the Borderlands, and, uh, yeah, the humour and the kind of setting is just right up my street. I can't believe it's taken me this long to actually play these kind of games. I like, am absolutely loving them,
1: so,
3: yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I would agree with you about Tales of the Borderlands. Like, I've never played Borderlands before either, um, but, I, like, Tales of the Borderlands, I, I played it, like, I can't remember, whenever it came, the year it came out. Uh, cause it was in my top ten games of whatever year that was, I think it was 2015 maybe, I forget. But uh, but I fucking loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was so funny. Like, yeah. Like fun. and the thing is though is that I thought oh, maybe this is just
0: like a, a I wasn't too sure whether or not maybe that's just the humour from like the tales of the Borderland game mm-hmm. and like the Telltale folk. But playing a wee bit of Borderlands too. Oh no! Like the actual main games are funnier. <laughs> like it's right,
3: okay. like
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is just like so good. And um, <laughs> yeah. I just love that kind of, like, um, sort of... It kind of reminds me of a wee bit of kind of, like, Firefly and that kind of, like, space-western yeah. type thing, yep. but with a bit more of a kind of crude oh. humour, you know? Oh,
2: it's mm. like shape Mad Max,
3: that's what it is. Oh! <laughs> but yeah, I, I fucking loved Tales in the Borderlands. I thought it was amazing. Um, Ali obviously didn't like it, though. I'm quite surprised. You told it, me you weren't going to love this. Like, yeah, I, like love I said, it.
2: the only redeeming point was see when the voice actor started for what's-his-name, the guy that looks mm. like a human Fred Flintstone. Mm-hmm. Um... He was in um, Rules of Engagement and stuff. Played mm, the original okay. Tick He plays Joe in Family Guy. And, uh, family Guy, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, that and it didn't suit him that he played a guy uh, that was like a slim, black-haired, bearded guy. Um, <laughs>
3: did, did, who's a psycho? Did you do the, the bit where they had the the fake gunfight?
2: Yeah, it was. The whole thing was shit, Andy.
3: Ah. Oh, that was so like, funny!
2: I think it was shortly after that. Like, he got his promotion. Well, no, know he he didn't get his promotion. <sighs> I can't really remember. Like, I didn't care. I was like, I hate the fucking setting. I hate the people. I hate the faces. I hate the fact that I've played <laughs> all of the Borderline games now, and this has just ruined it more for me. Fuck you, Andy. Is what I thought as I turned it off.
3: <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you you're enjoying it, Ross. Oh yeah, absolutely. As I said, yeah. the humour
0: is right up my street. Like, this is the kind of humour that I like and. The way it's just like the you know the the way the characters seem to be kind of uh, you know connecting with each other as well. It's just it's something that I would that I would aspire to write is that kind of like that humor and that yeah. kind of like uh, Ocean's Eleven style sort yeah, of, you know, like type thing. No, it's really good. And I, 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 obviously, Ali Ali doesn't like it, but if anyone that's never played any of the Borderlands, give it at least a try and, and see what you think. You know, because. I was sceptical
2: at first playing it just now and I'm loving it so there you go Okay, so the next game I'm going to mention is Laser Disco Defender (laughs) for me it reminded me of Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time Uh, gameplay wise it's very similar but instead of a spaceship it's one disco dude you're kind of moving about the levels and shooting and your laser beams bounce off stuff and hit you in the face I thought it was okay. it wasn't as good as Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time
3: Oh, definitely not it, for me it reminded me more of uh what's it called pixel junk shooter did you ever played that yeah
2: yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah but it, like was, it was it looked like a love a sorry i meant to say it looked more like oh that.
3: yeah yeah definitely did. um i thought the gameplay was fucking terrible though i absolutely hated it turned it off after the tutorial uh, i just like i just didn't have any enjoyment in it and i actually played the start of this game like three times because i forgot that i'd played it And then, as soon as I got to the end of the tutorial, I'm like, no, I've played this before. It's still shit. And then, (gasps) like, forgot I'd played it again. Like, that's how little, like, impact it had on me that I actually forgot that I'd played it so bad. Did not, like... Did you you play this one, Ross?
1: Yeah,
0: I I did the same as you, Andy. I got through the tutorial, and I was like, nah, this is totally not for me. And I was like, nah, fuck this.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay, so that's all we've got to say about that game. Um, The next game I did quite enjoy... Uh, it was called type rider uh, it was kind of like uh, Limbo uh, yeah it's brilliant isn't it like
0: yeah. I, out yeah. of all the PS Plus games right I thought that was going to be the worst one and it, it's turned <laughs> out to be a, like one of the strongest yeah. and it's so chilled <laughs> like, yeah and, and yeah, as it's like, relaxed you, you actually learn a, a wee bit as well about oh, yeah like, it's got like a Bones Greek alphabets sure.
2: and stuff Yeah, uh, like, uh, this is the one I played the most of and it's probably going to be my pick for this month It's like I said it's kind of like Limbo you play like two dots sometimes you have to have three dots you move them along you get different various landscapes it's like monochrome still colouring well it's got various colours but it's basically black and white and all shadow looking it looks like Limbo with balls instead you have to get across platforms you have to use R2 and L2 to like balance yourself out and just basically get to the end of the very short level I mean is this in the handheld as well Andy because this would be a good Vita game
3: Yep, on the Vita, it's perfect on the Vita. Plays exactly the same as on the PS4.
2: That would be awesome on the Vita, but anyway, that's all I've got to say about it. But I I thought it was was one of those, ah, you know, like, if you're ever playing a hardcore game, you could just, like, flick this on and take a a minute's breather. You don't even need to play it for that long, and you can finish a few levels.
0: Yeah, and what's great about it as well is the fact that, like, each level is just styled along that certain font that you're kind of, like, you know... um, uh, unlocking and it's just it's really nice. It's just a really nice kind of chill out game, and, and there is a wee bit of a challenge to kind of make it not too boring. Uh, but as Alex said, yeah, it's a great one just to be like, it's one of the it's one of the games that I play after I've had like a crazy big gaming session. I want to just like chill out with something. I'll put on Typewriter. It's certainly going to be the game that I would do that for.
3: Yep, it's good.
2: Is that what you said? Okay, so the last one was Alien Nation. Um, that was. uh, Am I right in saying because it reminded me of that shit zombie one?
3: (laughs) Dead Nation, yeah, it's made by the same developer. Alright. okay. I didn't like it at
2: all. This one's a bit better than the zombie one, but
3: okay. I I thought it was worse, but okay. uh,
2: You get like three different types. I can't remember their name, like bio something tank and whatever it was. Mm. Um, it's a top-down shooter why does it exist like what's the need for this fucking game in this day and age like- I'll, I'll tell
3: you I'll tell you what the need for this game is um, <laughs> this, this game is it's a twin stick top down shooter and like the mechanics and stuff like that are fine in it but where, where these type of games shine is when you play them in co-op because a lot of fun to play in co-op like me and uh, I, I played through Dead Nation uh, twice I played through it once with one of my mates Lenny I don't know if you know him Ali but uh, I, and I also played it through with uh, Fraser when it came to PS4 as well, uh, I had an absolute blast both times playing through the game. Fucking loved Dead Nation. Um, this game I'll probably like run through it with Fraser at some point because yeah, they are a lot of fun in co-op. Um, yeah, but I don't do, yeah. like, like the actual the actual shooting mechanics and stuff are, are good. They're just but it is literally the same as Dead Nation except it's slightly not as dark. Like because Dead Nation is very dark because it's zombies, but the the game is the exact same as that. Apart from the sort of upgrades and stuff like that, and the the menu system, did I didn't didn't like that. Like, say you've got all the different guns and stuff like that, and as well you had the different three different characters you choose on, then didn't get why they needed that.
2: No, I didn't like it at all. Didn't put much time into it. Spent more time in Shitty Borderlands.
3: <laughs> Alienation, Ross. What did you think?
0: I didn't like it at all, I'm, yeah. I got through the tutorial and I just, I don't know, I just don't, I just didn't really get into it, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know what. all, I just, I just sometimes there's certain games that you'll just play and you just can't seem to, yeah. you know, <laughs> well not grasp the controls right or anything. it's more just like, doesn't you know, connect with you, yeah it doesn't connect at all with me at all whatsoever, and just didn't really get it, <clears throat> I suppose, which is a shame because it... I read quite a wee bit about it before I played it. And, you know, a lot of people were giving it quite decent, you know, uh, reviews for it. And then I tried to play. It and I was like, "Nah, this, this just isn't a game for me, really." You know, to be fair.
2: Sure, it's real annoying about my Edward Kenway fucking figure. It's not like the four guns. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not get. You know, how he's get four guns. That once you get the final upgrade, you can go bang bang forwards, back was left and right, bang 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 bang. He doesn't have guns, he's got fucking four Assassin's Blade, I've never looked at it really. I've always had it pinned in my wall. Anyway, yes, uh, plus points this month again. Xbox gold shot all over what we got in plus, but that's why it's more fun doing the games on PS Plus. Um I know what you two guys are probably gonna pick, but for me, I'd say Type Rider was my favourite out of the four and is one that I'd probably play again.
0: I'm going for I'm joining you now, and I'm going for Type oh. Rider. <clears throat>
3: Okay. And, and to be to be fair, I, I actually will join you on that one as well because uh, I did buy Tales from the Borderlands like two years ago, so like I didn't get it on Plus. Type Rider is have...
0: more of the it's more up my street in terms of kind of like the chill-out games. Like as much as I did enjoy Tales of the Borderlands, uh, like Tight Rider just squeaked it there. To be fair, you know, it just it was such a such a refreshing kind of like game to play you know i haven't played a game like that in quite a while i think the last time i played a game like that apart out with like limbo would have probably been like the journey type idea you know where you just kind of got to chill out and and you know relax a little bit more about it without having to think too much
2: yeah it's like limbo but not as it's challenging enough that you're playing a game style, but it's not like oh my god this is frustrating yeah exactly know? yeah so no that that like typewriter
0: certainly kind of does it for me this month
3: cool yeah t- Totally agree. I mean, Tales of the Borderlands is a great game, though. Like, but I think that if you haven't bought it already, it's probably not for you. Uh, I think Ross is probably the exception to the to that rule. <laughs> um, just to just to mention, with the PlayStation Plus, they haven't officially announced next month's games yet, but there has been a leak, come courtesy of the PlayStation Turkey Twitter account, which okay. tweeted uh, the picture of the two the two PS4 games that are coming to PS Plus in June. Is it back? it is not knack these are actually two good and significant games so first life of all, is strange you, you have life is strange yes my game of the year from 2015 fucking okay, amazing one, game one amazing game, game for the past four years <laughs> uh, ross i don't know if you've played life is strange
0: no i haven't at all no i've I'm, I'm okay, been well, waiting until yeah. it was coming down in the steam thing but now it's coming out free for uh the actual um playstation i'll be getting on that one instead
3: uh, well, oh, I can't wait to hear what you what you think of it, and maybe Ali will eventually finish that
2: game. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I will finish it four plus points, like I want to cover it as a whole. I think I'm in episode two or three anyway. Like, okay. so I've not got much to go. But um, Xbox Gold, just to slip it in here, is getting uh, Assassin's Creed Three, uh, Watch Dogs. Assassin's Creed Three, sorry, is Three Sixty. Watch Dogs is Xbox One, and I can't remember the other two, but I'm sure it's DLC for that free game.
3: Oh, Phantom Dust. It's terrible yeah, and, we
2: don't bother with and and there's two other games coming, but I cannot remember them off by heart. Let's have a look and see what they are because we get time. The, uh, the
3: the other anyway, the other PS4 game was uh, Killing Floor 2.
2: Fuck off! That's bollocks. Honestly,
0: bollocks. I thought it
3: was good. Like uh, I, I don't know if you've played it, Ross, because I know it's big in this sort of yeah. PC PC crowd. Uh, I've not
0: played Killing Floor at all.
1: i have heard a, of it, but I've not
0: played it. Bollocks! Absolute
2: <laughs> bollocks. But, but yeah, yeah, like. Strange is Speedrunners and Dragon Age Origins, so... I've Zero never is played. Um, Dragon Age Origins, I probably wouldn't play again. That's like even older than Mass Effect One, so it's very dated. <laughs> but do you know? I'm actually excited. I know I didn't like Assassin's Creed Three, but I've only ever that's the only Assassin's Creed game I've only ever finished once. Right? I've even finished Liberation twice, as you know. I got it on the PS. You, well. you haven't
3: finished Unity You haven't
2: finished Unity. I haven't finished Unity or Syndicate, but like well, the ones that were actually before, I get sick of it. But I'm going to go back and do them. <laughs> um Assassin's Creed 3 I just I do remember like leaping in folk with the axe and going whack, whack, whack whack," was very satisfying it was very satisfying so um, I'm looking forward to going
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: I'm looking I'm looking forward to going back just to I know Connor's boring as fuck but Mm -hmm. as far as I I can see the guy from Unity's worse so um, at least Connor's got a cool grandfather
3: well, yeah. um, the, 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 the last thing that we need to say to, and this will segue nicely into to gaming history is yeah. uh, Sonic Mania release date announced
2: yeah and we got a new trailer which was awesome I don't know if you watched it yet but it was like the original drawings of Sonic from hmm. Project Needle Mouse, and like it goes <laughs> forwards but finally we got a release date it's not quite when I wanted it I was hoping for next month or July but it's like 3-4 months away
3: yeah, fifteenth of August it is. Um, the the weird thing about this, right, is they've put the the pricing stuff is up for it now, so you can pre-order it now if you want. Like, and obviously, like, pay for it digitally if you want to do that. Um yep. I believe it's slightly discounted if you do order it now, though. Um okay. But the the pre-order price is fifteen ninety nine on PS Four. Wow. That special edition's pricey. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking as well. Because I mean, like, that's a good price for the game. Like fifty, it's probably the perfect price point for the game. But I expected it to be like maybe twenty twenty five, um, because the because the special edition. Wow. is like, the special edition is like overpriced. Well, you can't order the PS4 one right now, but they, they've got Amazon's got the Xbox One one up for eighty pounds. Now I'm sure I bought it for seventy, but like wow. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> I, mean, I, was I was just going like, for no, eighty. Sonic, you know, like, Sonic, 80 and yeah, numbers,
2: and it's not even a special price. It doesn't say PS Plus discount. £15.99 is the launch price of that game.
3: Uh, no, but that 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 can probably go. I know it's not a PS Plus price, but that's like the pre order price. That probably go up like day one, or like maybe like after a week or something. Uh, like that. Oh, this is like the 20, early adopter
2: price. 20, 20, right? 30, 40, 50, 60, that's fifty four pounds for a statue and a plastic ring. It wow! Is
3: I don't know if the ring is plastic. I'm not sure. Wow.
2: Wow. Oh, no! sorry, it's going to be nine carat gold, obviously. It's fucking painted plastic. 50, £54 for a Sonic statue. Are you kidding me, Andy? Buy this and buy the Sonic pack for Lego.
3: It says a golden ring. Golden it's not ring. nine carat. Does it say
2: nine carat certified it gold? Says Does golden. It says golden. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I could say...
2: <laughs> get, get gold spray paint and do it in my balls and say I've got golden balls, but it doesn't make it fucking...
3: I don't care. I'm still buying this.
2: £54 for a plastic th- it'll be a cheap ass statue and a gold Andy. ring it's cool wow. as
3: fuck it's a be foot hole. it's if a foot this-
2: who gives a fuck so is my cock but see this see if it was 25 99, <laughs> I would 99 under- I would understand if Sonic Mania was 25 99, right but I cannot understand how this special edition is like 70, 75 quid. 80
0: 80? Jesus, Andy, like, 80 Ali and I are bigger Sonic fans than you and we're not even going to touch that
3: <laughs> no you're not I'm collecting all the Sonic games, Ross. I'm the biggest Sonic fan ever. You're not. I am. You're not. Wait, you you'll you'll see all my Sonic, and I've already got the Lego Dimensions Sonic pack and the Sonic Amiibo.
2: Well, why do you need it, honestly? And it's a fifty-four pound statue. Like, think about it. It It's not even that cool. Like, it's not worth fifty-four pounds. It's Fuck, I need it. My, my order's does cancelled anyway. Like I'm buying it in the Switch. Like it'll probably be twenty quid in the Switch, knowing the Switch pricing just now. But fifteen ninety nine. 1599...
3: Well, well I actually, think it's going to be the same price in the Switch because this isn't coming out physical. So this will be the same price in the Switch as the other consoles. That's
1: perfect
2: then. Like wow, fifty four pound. Yeah. <laughs> I have no words. I have no words. Like, <laughs> I Don't
3: care.
2: Bye. Okay. Okay, cool, good cool wins. Anyway, thank you very much for listening this week. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, Ross will be with us and Andy will be with us for the whole show. Um, regardless of which, uh, stay tuned in all games for Gaming History One One with Fred and Jamal Lies. And then later on to finish off your gaming podcast evening, you have the B team starring at Mister Chip Sella and the rest of those guys. I don't know that lineup changes more than the fucking Avengers in the movies. So who knows?
3: <laughs> it's uh, it's currently uh, S Warren. Uh, So Doom and Normie, along with Chip. Sometimes Fred as well.
2: Bring back Gadgetman. (laughs) He hates me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out.